All right, this is Psychotic Strength Podcast. It's 10-9, Sunday. This is Tyler Toby Townsend. Joey Stamke. Austin Slick. Brady Chisholm. All right, we got a crew in here today. Um, so we're going to be going over, let's quick, real quick do the gym update. Um, I'll start. Gym update's been pretty decent. Um, I'm sure you don't want to hear this, but I'm coaching <laughs> some people now. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I guess. It, it definitely helps get you stronger, you know. I feel bad uh, that I kind of skipped out on you. Hey, so, I mean, we, we can go you over that eventually, the, too. You skipped the student part and just became the master. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, I've been doing it a long time, and I wish I would have got a little better. And the opportunity to train with you, I wanted to bring that up, um, was phenomenal. And just life fucking happened. Yeah, you know I wish I mean? we could do more in-person stuff. Yeah. Just the online, remote coaching is just hard. Yeah. It really is. Um, I, I love one-on-ones or even... So what I'm doing is uh, this guy bought um, a CrossFit gym. He had jiu-jitsu and he had the combat gym on this side and then CrossFit on this side. So he bought the whole fucking thing and is now pulling away from CrossFit. We're still trying to do the class thing. But so basically I'm trying to teach 531 on an hour basis to like six fucking people at once. It's a good platform to start. Yeah, so so I'm just starting them with just some basic shit, just getting through some cues and stuff like that. For people who don't get crazy strong already, or who aren't already strong, or it's just a good start, right? Yeah, so that's that's what I'm foundation. Right, and then we do strongman Saturdays, and uh, we're in there like this week. We we're pulling back sandbags around, throwing bags, and fucking sledgehammering a big ass tire. It was it was super hot. And what gym is that? Uh, Forge Strength and Fitness, I think is what they call it now. It was Forge Combat Academy, but yeah. So, anyways, just had to throw that out there on, on everywhere. You know, kind of wanted to apologize for the amazing opportunity that I squandered, but I maybe we'll you. get back there. I I, I'm glad you do. Yeah, yeah. that's great. So, <laughs> anyways, any, any drop-in fee for your strongman class? Oh, uh, so it's th- the first three are always free, and then after that, I think it's like twenty bucks if you just want to do drop-ins. Um, but then you can get a membership and you can actually do any of the classes, which means like kickboxing, jujitsu, like all that shit. You can just go to whatever the fuck class you want. It's, it's pretty sick. I like mm. that it's all in one fucking building because I do kickboxing as well. So it's hard to like, this one's in Camas, like off of uh, Lake Road. I don't know if you know where that is. Like it's yep. the way in, it's, there's like two ways into Camas, either the 14 or this Lake Road. It brings you over there by Lackamas Lake. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, so it's over there, and then hardcore is like in fucking Hazeldale, and I'm like, God damn it! So I, it's really hard for me to get to both. So I mean, if you ask Craig, I haven't been in there in probably fucking two, three months, maybe. No, probably like three or four times in two or three months. Did you train this week a little bit? I did, but not at hardcore. Yeah, yeah, yeah at your new place. Yeah. So just because I can't like train a fucking class I'm not doing. I feel like a piece of shit doing that. Be like, all right, you do all this stuff I don't want to do, you know? And do, it, do as I say, not as I do type stuff. Right, and I feel kind of like garbage because I'm like not as big as I wanted, as I was or where I want to be. You know, you got that body dysmorphia bullshit. I, I, I want to not be able to fit through a door either direction. So you don't want to be a middleweight anymore. I want to be a heavyweight forever, right? I want to be the biggest motherfucker in the planet. I want to crush people's skulls with my hand. You've got a, heb- a heavyweight attitude, you know what I mean? Right. Yeah. I always have. Just and a little? That was, that was the thing. It was like, even when I first started Strongman, I was like, whatever obstacles are in my way, which height is huge for me. I'm 5'8". 
right? That's a fucking bullshit disadvantage with a lot of this. But um, I was like, fuck it. I'll just, like, throw it over. Like, you most of the time, like, stones over bar or stone, like, loading stones. Mm-hmm. I have to catch already. I'm at a disadvantage. But then I'll just make up for it with strength. Yeah. It made sense in my brain. Physically, it's a little more difficult to accomplish, but fuck it. Uh, so yeah, kickboxing, I'm doing that, and then uh, training that class, which is which is a lot of fun. Um, we'll get to you last because we'll we'll work right into that shit because Joey's going to nationals, so we'll get there. Brady, uh, gym this week was pretty good. Um, three real training days, just kind of taking it easy because uh, we're gonna start prep for the sweater. Okay. We're, yeah, we're all doing the sweater, so starting that, but still had some fun. Hit a, a 60 pound bag over a 15 foot bar. Uh, some runs with a 320 bag and a 310 keg. And then some axle, axle dead from 18, which was cool. Okay. 650 for a couple reps, made it comfortable. So, but a, a lot of, a lot of off program stuff. So it was kind of, um, kind of a learning lesson too, you know, at the, at the end of this week, I don't know if I feel better than I should, you know, so it's kind of a mellow training week for the most part, but I sprinkled in some stuff and yeah, it was, it was pretty fun. Well, how do you feel about your training week? Do you feel like you fucked around too much or do you feel like there was just enough of everything in there? I feel like it was just the right amount if it were to be like um, a more appropriate time for me to be pushing like that. But I'm, I, I should be mellowing out right now, like going into a prep. Yeah. So like another week out of the year probably would have been cool. But, you know, I learned my lesson that if we got to take it easy, we got to take it easy. You know what I mean? So that's cool. But other than that, yeah, just a lot of uh, it's kind of like a mental mental training week. Like, yeah, I hit some cool numbers and stuff, but um, just three three days of training, four days of relaxing. Had a lot of people um, reach out to me, actually with uh, some support which is cool every now and then yeah yeah absolutely especially when you don't even like um engage that conversation or like really um expect it it's cool to be like hey you know what you're doing is fucking awesome you know remember you a couple years ago and now look at you and so that was pretty unexpected so that's a little um little boost i think that's why i did all this off program shit it's because people were like hey this is cool i'm like yeah well watch this you know (laughs) so yeah it's, it's just Pretty pretty basic, kind of kind of the same thing. Sprinkle in some extra stuff, but it's getting it's getting good. Okay. Getting good. Yep. Good man. Yeah, oh, I yeah. saw some of your videos. I, I love those. The Fantastic. sixty pound bag over that bar that was that was pretty cool. Yeah. I was I was really happy. About That's that. in one of your videos, right? It's a big one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it looks beautiful. Gave me some some jerk material. It was fantastic. Yeah, you can put that in the spank bank, dude. That was I think it was pretty cool. I it. Yeah, I downloaded it on my phone. Yeah, in case I'm in a bathroom somewhere and need it quickly. Yes. Um, all right. How yeah. are you doing, Austin? <laughs> I'm good too. Yeah. Uh, same same as Brady. I'm, we're kind of on the same uh, trajectory for the ugly sweater contest, and it was a down down week before we really start comp uh, comp prep. But um, it felt good. I felt like I needed it. I was feeling kind of tired and beat up after last week. And then when I saw that come in the program down week, extra day of rest, I was like, all right, perfect. So I, I took advantage of it. Um, I got suckered into trying to do a mild jog, which I haven't jogged for over a year. Um, and saw someone post that they did it. I was like, all right, I got to try it. And I actually did it. <laughs> I actually did fairly well. I could do the whole thing under 10 minutes and uh wasn't sore to actually didn't hijack my week so i was pretty happy about that 
other than that, though, I stuck to taking the time off and getting the rest I need. I feel really good right now. So who's pro? You guys are on the same program. Yeah, similar. Program? Still coach Taylor Gone. Yeah. Okay. He's a uh, Pat Fields coach. Really? Yeah, I'm one of his OGs. Oh, nice. Um, Taylor. Yeah, me and another guy named Tyler and. Uh, I don't know who else is still around from the from the OG days, but yeah, we were we were like the first on his team, and then he's just kind of blown up. And he he coaches um, a few professional female athletes, and then um, a few professional male athletes too. Josh being one of them, and he's he's kind of a beast. So yeah, Josh is a monster. Yeah, and I talked to him a few weeks ago, Josh, and he's he's digging it. So whatever he's doing is working you know I think that's probably the thing that killed me the most like not the axle dead or the sandbags or kegs or tosses or whatever but running that mile mm-hmm. that was the worst yeah yeah just <laughs> with, with the extra no I, I so he was talking about me I'm the one that because I, I ran a mile and I was like hey dude I, I did this and <laughs> like 30 minutes later he's like oh I, I tried it out too but that's something I'll probably never do again. <laughs> I feel like I jeopardized my entire strongman career doing that. What was yeah. your mile time? 1053. <laughs> it, was, it was pretty slow, but I did it. I just wanted to, because I, I, I do uh, walks like two or three times a week. And I was like, I'm going to do, I was on a track because uh, all these other places were like super busy and everything. So I was at a high school track and I was like, fuck it. I'm just going to run a mile and see if I can still do it. Is that like four laps? Yeah. Um, well, it was the track is however many meters, so it was actually it was like three and a half. Oh, really? Would would make the mile? Yeah. But <laughs> I it, was, it was four. some. Well, some tracks are a quarter mile, and then okay. some are measured in you know x amount of meters. I don't I don't know how many, but well, usually they're four hundred meters. Yeah, I think that one was four hundred meters. So it was like three and a half or some shit made the mile. I had a tracker on my phone, so it it told me. I actually went a little bit more than a mile, which I did not mean to do, but <laughs> I just had to keep going. I had the lungs all day for it, but like um, last time I ran a mile, I think I was 212 pounds or something, and then I ran this one at 270, and I had the lungs, but my feet and my knees and hips, and uh, my legs were getting a crazy pump, and so I think like maybe 10 steps in, <laughs> I was like ready to quit, but I just kept going. Yeah, I noticed the leg pump, especially in my calves in the front of where my shins are, just mm-hmm. got swole when I was done. It's like, yeah. just felt like a balloon. Yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, I had the lungs for it too. I didn't have any problem running it, but just, you know, the, the conditioning for jogging is just way different. Your, your neck and your shoulders and back, you're just bobbing up and down, holding the big old head up. You know, my, my shoulders and neck were a little tight the did next it, day. But did it take you long to catch your breath? No, I felt pretty good. I grabbed my dog and walked another mile right after that just yeah. to kind of... Cool come down, down cool yeah. down and uh no i felt really good and i was like just mildly sore the next day but honestly like it went way better than i expected because i didn't think i'd even be able to run a full mile right now like without having to stop and catch my breath but no i felt i felt really good i don't really want to do it either i think if i did i'd start way slower break it up into like a half mile and then walk a little bit yeah. and, and actually try and keep my heart rate down lower and actually get the conditioning for it but i don't think it was what was your time it was like nine fifty something. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, like just like under ten. Yeah, yeah. I think the best I've ever done is like eight twelve. Oh, see, I used to be a runner. I used to be like I'm forty fifty pounds runner. lighter than I am. <laughs> <laughs> I could run them like sub six, sub seven. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, fuck that. No, I know. I, mean, I dude, I used to run a six minute mile. Um, I ran like a five ninety or a five uh, a five fifty one or some shit, but it was on a treadmill. 
Okay. Like, yeah, I just had it at 10 miles an hour, and then the last half mile, I just bumped it up a little bit just to get under uh, six. But that was uh, that was a different time. Yeah. For sure. Fuck that. Yeah. Fuck yeah. that, dude. I'm wondering how I ever even did it before. <laughs> well, uh, I was trying to get ready for that fight. That's when I was running a bunch. And I, uh, I fucking got up to, like, three miles and... Went and see my doctor. I'm like, my knees are fucking killing me. He's like, yeah, you're too big to be running. Stop. <laughs> are you running? And I'm like, yeah. oh. Like, he's like, yeah, if anything, like, jog a mile. Slow it down. Stop fucking doing it. He's like, I'd prefer you to walk a mile. And I was like, so, like, I'm trying to lose weight, and you're telling me not to run. It was super fucking weird. But I'm just too large to be doing that shit. I was also thick as fuck from, like, strongman. So I was still like 260, 275. Yeah. Yeah. I was a big fuck to trying to run like that. Yeah, it, take, it but, takes a toll. Yeah, I got under like, yeah, like 812 was like the best I've ever done. Like ever. That's pretty so, good for like 260, 270. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't well, think we it was got bad. long legs, so we can take big, long yeah. strides. So it's easier to <laughs> it was that mile like a chihuahua. That like totally, great thing. totally <laughs> fucked me up, and I don't think I'm going to do it again. But it was cool, man. I think that's like the... There's a runner's high. Yeah, I felt really good. Like, I was telling a lot of people, too. I'm like, I fucking did it. I it's ran a mile. And a lot of people were like, oh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> cool. But then other people were like, there's no way I could fucking do that. You know? That's what I thought. So, well, you know, I, I've been cool. thinking a lot lately about people in this day and age. Like, like, whatever the fuck you're dealing with, right? You're not ready for, like, life life. If you're not, like, training your fucking body, training some combat, training, like, some stuff, right? Because if the world goes to shit... And you really have to fend for yourself and fight for your fucking family. Like, most people, like, big guys like us could walk up and just, like, threaten to slap you and you will give us whatever the fuck we want, right? Like, just because you're not ready, right? I mean, a big fucking dude walks up and is like, I will crush you if you don't give me your shit. You're going to hand over your shit. Now you're fucked. Well, that's why I'd say, like, I did it just to see if I still could. Right. Because if there's a situation where you have to run and you can't, then, like, fuck, man. You're right. going to feel real hopeless, and then you're going to die, you know? Or you could run that mile, and then hope that you make it. Hope that whatever threat is there makes it. I'm pretty it, sure you know. I could have ran that mile while carrying one of my kids. Right. Yeah, it would have been so? slower. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was trotted that. I was wondering that, too. faster if you had to. Well, if I had to. Right. But, like, legit could have gone. Yeah. And trotted. Maybe a little bit of walk to catch my breath, but. It's funny you mentioned that, because yesterday I was doing my, um. I was doing my walks uh, at a different track that was a quarter mile, but it was, uh, so it was kind of easier to gauge out. And I was thinking like, if I had like uh, some farmer's handles or if I was like carrying a bag on my shoulder or something, I'd probably keep the same exact pace, mm-hmm. you know? And it was just regular walk, like maybe like three, three and a half miles an hour or something. But I feel like if I had, you know, something with me, like a 50 pound bag or some shit, like I could have kept the same pace and felt exactly the same. Right. Or like a empty yoke or some shit. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. Have it over the shoulders. Yeah. That's yep. good. That's a good feeling, you know, knowing right. that you could have some shit with you or or at least fend for yourself. You know yeah. what I mean? If you had to run or whatever the fuck, like to catch somebody. That readiness. Yeah, I put all my um I put all my stuff in a bag a while ago. Um and it, it so it was a bunch of ammo, right? And then you just look at it in these little boxes and everything, and you think, oh, it's not that much because you're loading it up box at a time, right? And then I pick up the bag, and I'm like, god damn. <laughs> like, this is like my, uh, like my oh shit bag, you know what I mean? It was packed more than what it would have been, but it's like, you know, it's like, I can't really 
bring as much stuff as I want to, you know what I mean? Right. Like a bug out bag or something, you know what right. I mean? Like that shit would be really hard to carry for like a mile or some shit or like up a hill, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, I don't know, being, being ready, being prepared, that's something a lot of people think about that. It's not mentioned very much, but a lot of people, uh, well, how like, many people swear can by do being you know what I mean? Like, yeah, what happens if you're too. hanging off a fucking cliff and you mm-hmm. will die if you can't get up that fucking cliff? Like, I'd say a good 95% of people would be dead. Yeah. Probably. I think so. Well, you I can mean, tell by and, their handshake, talking, too. Yeah, you can tell a lot by mm-hmm. the handshake. But, like, straight hang. Like, no wall in front of you to maybe scratch your way up, right? Like, if you're straight hanging and you have to, like, muscle up to get up there, it'd be a bitch for me to do. I could do one if I had to, I think. Right, but like, maybe. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I'm a big fuck too. Like yeah. that'd be hard. Pulling yourself up's one thing, but muscling over, that's right? A whole different ball game. Yeah, well, you, yeah. I mean, like, so I've been thinking you can go up and like get a handle. Yeah, I'd be fine. Just roll I don't over, know. you bring a leg up or something. But I don't know. That kind of gets you thinking. Like, what if there's a, what if there's something that I had to do? Am I am I going to be able to do it? So the, my whole more people should my think whole about fitness that. journey started with the ape caves. A seven, there's, oh, like a, right. there's like What's a seven that? to eight foot wall. It's a it's a lava tunnel up by St. Helens. It's for looking. Yeah. You should do it's it. Really it's really cool. fucking sick. It's not very far. It's with like a mile and a half or some shit. Well, and just from here, it's a it's oh, 30, 45 minute drive. So it's, it's, uh, it's a lava tunnel, right? It's just a big tube. And so you start like, I like starting at the bottom and going up. Or you can start at the top and climb down. And you just are like climbing over rocks and shit. Just from one side to another, and it's dark as fuck. Like, there is no light. Dark and cold. Yeah. We went up there without the headlamps one year, and you go down, and there's the sun, bright sun, and it's a big hole about the size of this room. You walk down, and then you get about 10 feet in, and it's dead dark. You can't yeah. see anything yeah. cold. You didn't bring lights? No, we ended up leaving. <laughs> like, it's nothing we can do. Yeah. I had no idea it'd get that dark that but quick. But it's a lot of cool. It's kind of wet, all that kind of shit. So it's a lot of fun to do, but there's like a seven or eight foot wall. Uh, so if you go up, there's like an eight foot wall. And I was like 300 fucking pounds of just fat ass. And I'm, I have a backpack on. I'm with this group. I, I, I was in charge of the young men. I'm with, so I'm with this group of like from 12 to 18 year old boys. There's like 11 of us. And I'm like, they're all like climbing up this fucking wall. And I'm just like, fuck. So like jump up there. I take my backpack off. I threw it up there and I'm like jumping up there to try to get up. It's not fucking happening. I don't have any power to hold my fat ass up there. There's no way. We had to throw the backpack on. One of the adults had to get down and shove my ass while the kids grabbed the backpack and yanked me up this fucking wall. And I was like, if we were going to die, I'd be dead. That's it, dude. And I was like fucking super nervous. And that kind of got you going. Right. And then I went back down there, what, like three, four years ago and was just like, I just went up that fucking wall like Hell nothing because yeah. I was like, "Fuck this wall," yeah. you know. Like, yeah. So it was it was pretty interesting, but nice, dude. Shit like that, you don't think about, you know. No, you don't. Not as much. That's what's yeah. fun about the strongman, though. It combines just strength with some athleticism. Right. Yeah. yeah just being strong as fuck. And, yeah. But being Good able athlete. to accomplish some athleticism with it too. Yeah. Right, because a lot of yeah. strongmen can do like a pull up. How many 300-pound fucking bodybuilders can do a pull-up? You know what I mean? Like, well, maybe they can, but, like... I think all of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm just saying, like, a big fucking dude, even if you're strong, being able to actually accomplish a pull-up is fucking nuts. Like, yeah. a dead-hang pull-up. Yeah. None of this kipping bullshit. Yeah. 
I'm having to untrain that out of all these fucking people. They're like, I can do a pull-up. I'm like, a real one? Like, hang? A from, strict pull-up. Yeah, yeah, dude, like a, like a pull-up. None of this fucking wiggle-wham shit that you're going to land on your <laughs> head with. Like, um, yeah. Anyways, so Joey. Yep. How's your fucking gym going? And let's hear about this fucking Nationals. So I have uh, Strongman Corp Nationals, which is next Friday, Saturday. Um, Where's it at? It's in Erie, Pennsylvania. Jesus. So I did uh, USS, United States Strongman Nationals, in June. So it's a different federation. Um, So this one, I'm competing at 200 pounds. And I started my cut seven days out. So Thursday... Thursday's my weigh-in, so I started my cut this past Thursday. And I maintain about 222 pounds, so I have to lose 22 pounds to make weight. So first I just cut out carbs and cut out creatine. Um, I've already lost four pounds in the last couple days just doing that. And then as I get closer, I'll cut out all salt, and then I'll cut out water, and then the day of, I'll just sweat out any remaining water weight. So you kind of just make so. sure that you're not taking it in, and then um, the little bit that you might, you just make sure it doesn't have a place to go, right? Well, like, f- first I'll increase my salt and water. Yeah. And then I'll keep the water high and then take the salt out. So if there's any remaining sodium in my body, it's taken out with the excreting the extra water. And then I'll just immediately cut out the water the next day so my body keeps urinating because it doesn't know I've stopped the water. So you'll lose several pounds just from that. And then the last day, I'll probably have about four pounds to lose. And uh, I'll just sweat that out in like an hour. Have you done um, Strongman Corp Nationals before? Yep. So I did Strongman Corp Nationals in Alabama. two years ago and I went into it injured um, but I spent all this money to do it so I just thought I would go anyways uh, so unfortunately I zeroed the log because I had a bum shoulder Right. Um, the deadlift was a max deadlift and I tied for like third or fourth on that uh, out of I think there was 80 something guys wow. so I did really good in that mm-hmm. event um, but overall I placed like middle of the pack at that nationals, so it wasn't my best performance. Then did you compete um, 105, or were you going in at uh, that was also 90? at 200 pounds. 200. So is it 90 or is it 200 pounds? So uh, is it like 198.4 or 200? So Strongman Corp is 200 pounds. Okay. Uh, USS is 90 kilos, 198 pounds. Okay, I see. So that's so that's so silly. Like yeah. th- those two, man. <laughs> I, I I like them both. They're they're both amazing people, Dion and and fucking Willie. What? Willie. Willie, right. Oh, I thought I said his name wrong. But, like, uh, you know, they were together. And so I feel like sometimes they just do shit to be like, well, fuck your shit. You know what I mean? Like the 90 kilogram thing and the 200 pound thing. He's like, no, no, you got to lose two more pounds to be a part of mine. I'm like, come on. You know? Yeah. It's silly. Like, they, they do a lot of shit. Like They got to get on the forth. same page, especially so, like, if people want to do competitions for uh, that are, like, just maybe a couple weeks apart. You know what I mean? Like, there was USS Nationals and also, like, the Rainier. So, like, Strongman Corp mm-hmm. and then USS. And so... And around here, we just kind of take what we can get. You know what I mean? Because it's, like, it's not like there's one, like, every month, usually. So, I think for... 
and like Lance, you know what I mean? Like it's it's easy for two thirty one for some people, and then like going to two twenty, it's like a completely different process. I think they've got to yeah. maybe get kind. Of, I don't know. I think it'd be a good idea. I think it should just be one oh five under and over for the most part. Well, that's how it used to be a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. And now that's getting more popular, they need more weight classes. Right. But they should be yeah. universal. So they should it sh- be. Yeah. Should just be like every ten or fifteen kilos should be weight loss. So I, I agree be. with that because I think the over under thing that was bullshit because yeah, so. for me. I'm from 231 to 300. Well, that's fucked up. I always end up in the middle of that shit. 231 to anything. You'd be 425 pounds. Well, no, because it was 300. Anything over 300 was super heavy. Oh. So then, so I was from like 231 to to 300, and I'm coming in at like 275. And so anyone who's like, you got, you have like, you could potentially have like a 25 pound weight advantage on me. You know what I mean? And then Mm -hmm. dropping to 231. That's a fucking big drop from 275. So I either have to like pack on and just be kind of fat for 300, like to be as close to 300 as possible, or I got to lose all this weight and be fucking shredded. Yeah. Like, I think that's dope. So. <laughs> I like that. Like, the ring here, I competed against a guy that was 425 pounds. Right. And I was like 280 or some shit. Okay. And some people were talking about like, oh, I'm only this much, I'm only this much, and it's like, well, it's what you signed up for. So. Right. I'm not saying I, yeah. I'm not cool with it, but I'm saying that it should be a little, at least yeah. a little closer. Give me 50 pounds in between each one, sure. Yeah. Not fucking 70. That was crazy. Right. Based on muscle mass, the weight classes make it more fair. Right. Mm-hmm. Because, like, a lot of the guys that compete at 231, they walk around at like 250, 260. Yeah. And then they water cut to 230. Yeah, it's when it gets to like... So I like the... And I like having a 90 kilo there too. Just because, you know, there are some people's statures that are kind of more built for 90 kilo, I guess. You know what I mean? And I think um, having like uh, those multiple weight classes for like nationals or worlds or something. You know what I mean? Worlds being like OSG. I like the multiple weight classes. I think that's cool. Especially for like the females too. You know what I mean? So it's not like a gal that's like 130 pounds against, you know, like um, Andrea Thompson or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like spread it up a little bit. And it just sounds cool. Like 90 kilo national champion, you know, or world champion. Got the 105 and then the open weight. You know what I mean? But I think local shows a lot of the time, it's kind of too much because you want more than like three or four people in your weight class. You know what I mean? I think so. Yeah, so I guess that's why they probably did it before, because even from 230 to 300, I'd still have, there's like four of us. Yeah. You know, and that's a big fucking chunk, and there's people all over the board in there, which kind of sucked, because, I mean, what was it like fucking at Hardcore? There was two of us in my weight class, the the heavyweight num- number two. There's two of us. Yeah, I, and I it took was, first place, <laughs> and they wouldn't even count it, because it, there wasn't enough people. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah, and then you don't, uh, you won't qualify for, you know, what you've been working for. So, like, right. you've been going through this prep, and you've got, like, um, you've got, like, a reward on your mind, you know, or a qualification, and then it's all subjective to the amount of people that sign up. Right. But it's, and it's, and that, like, that one was really silly, too. That's kind of what, because that was, like, my first time ever uh, seeing a show and participating in one, and there was a heavyweight and then heavyweight two, and then super heavyweight, and it was, and it's like, what's yeah. the deal with that? You know what I mean? And the weights are like really similar to each other too. So they've they've done away with that. 
Yeah. So it used to be two middleweights and two heavyweight classes. Now right. You just made them separate. Right. Yeah. I think that's the way to go. Yeah. Maybe. Do you find you lose any any strength by cutting that much? That's uh, something I always worry about in going in cuts, and I like to cut kind of slow over a long period of time, and then try to be in a Cali surplus leading into comp. Yeah. Just because I get nervous that I'm going to be like not as strong, like I'm losing all my muscle mass. Yeah. So you want to keep your calories high and just cut out the. You just want to lose water weight, not you don't want to lose muscle weight. So. It's, I still keep my protein high. My protein fat stays the same. I just cut out the carbs. Hmm. Um, so but, kind of like a mini recomp and just kind of make sure that the mm-hmm. glycogen kind of depletes? Yeah, so you store about three grams of water per gram of glycogen and glycogen is your storage of muscle carbohydrate. And then your creatine as well, you store uh, water with that. And then salt retains water. So if you can just uh, deplete your body of glycogen, creatine, and salt, you lose a lot of water weight. So, um, so 20 pounds of water weight, uh, a gallon of water is about eight pounds, so that's about two and a half gallons of water that I'm gonna lose. Fuck. And you know, your body is a high percentage of water. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's, so that'd be 10% of my body weight, so I don't recommend doing any more than 10%. That's kind of like you're already then, maxing out. Yeah, then yeah. You're, you're definitely gonna lose strength and performance. So my, my first big cut I did for Alabama a couple years ago, that I did not do correctly. So I did notice a big decrease in performance. Mm-hmm. So I actually, I fasted the day before. Oh, um, wow. And um, so fasting, no food, no water. And then my flight got changed um, oh, to a, it was an overnight flight, and so I didn't, I didn't sleep or eat or drink for it was like thirty something hours. Wow! And yeah. I, I think that definitely. Wow. Oh, that my stress performance. and that cortisol and everything mixed yeah. with all that cutting was probably not good. Yeah. So now I make sure it ways to fly in a day early for yeah. the competition. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. So okay, um, how do you feel about the blood draw shit? I've never tried cuts. it. Um, that's pretty fucking dangerous, right? To cut right? weight? Yeah, they yeah. like suck like a pint of fucking blood out of you, and then they'll shove it back in day of competition and fucking, it's almost like a form of like, like blood, juice. Blood doping. Blood doping. So a lot of like endurance athletes do that to increase their EPO as well. Yeah. yeah. So I heard it's actually getting kind of big in powerlifting too, like they're, they're fucking trying to do it, but, because there's no way to like check for that, is there? I don't know. What's EPO? Uh, it has to do with your red blood cells. I can't think of exactly what it. So you said it decreases it. Increases. Increases it. Increases it. So red blood cells are what bring oxygen to your, oxygen to your fucking body, right? Or to yeah. your heart. Yeah. yeah so delivery system. so the more you have, the the easier like especially endurance. Yeah. Like, the more you're gonna have. So it's erythropoietin is what EPO is. Uh, okay. Yeah. So it increases. It regulates that. your red blood cell production. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah, that's right. pretty. That's pretty dope. Well, it's it's crazy because I heard of a couple dudes doing like two, three pints, man, like getting fucking dangerous. Really? And then they're like, I think they're only shoving one or two back in, but like, that's scary, bro. Like, cause yeah. blood's heavy as fuck. Like, and that would help with your cut, especially if you're just a little off or whatever. But like, that don't make you nervous, you know? Like, you're pulling your fucking blood out of your body and then sho- shoving it back in. Like, can you not? That's fucking yeah. crazy. <laughs> so I like I donate blood every um, 
so often right. um, just to lower my red blood cell count and everything. Um, last time I did it, they, yeah, they like shoved part of it back in, but it wasn't like the red blood cell. Like they separated part of it, like so the plasma you, or some shit. So you did the double red blood cell. So they take out the red blood cell and put your. I think so. I did the wrong one to the machine. Yeah, and it took like way longer than the first. I'm like, this one's taking longer, and then I, it fucking starts going back in me, and I'm like, something's. It <laughs> it's cold. all cold. Yeah. yeah, it's cold. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I don't know what's going on, but I feel like it didn't. Um, <laughs> yeah. I feel like it wasn't as effective. You know what I mean? Well, like, would, I just want it out. You know what I mean? That would take out twice as much red blood cells. Yeah. So if you want to decrease your hematocrit and hemoglobin, that would be more. Effective. That's the way to go. Yeah. Okay. And what's the purpose of that? Uh, when your hematocrit and hemoglobin and red blood cell count, just in general, gets too high, you gotta get rid of some of that stuff. Huh. Yeah. So they, they keep using really big words. Basically, you're not supposed <laughs> to have a ton of red blood cells, and so, juicing and shit puts way too much in there. So, too much, so you have to. Too I much. have too much, and I'm giving it to somebody else <laughs> yeah. who doesn't have enough. <laughs> too much like, is this something I need to be cells, worried about? <laughs> your blood would be too thick. Yeah. So you don't want your blood too thick. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So that's why you it just, I mean, it gets clotted up, all that other bullshit. Any, any artery clogs or anything, just you're more at risk. Yeah. yeah. I feel so much better after I do it, too. I mean, I, I don't really do take any compounds that are going to, like, really thicken me up like that. It just, it does happen over time. But, like, uh, so, like, for performance, you actually want it a little bit above the uh, normal reference range, usually. Just, like, a little bit. Um, but too much then like my work capacity starts to go way down and like my breathing changes a little bit so like mm. even if i'm kind of in the normal even though i should be a little bit higher i feel way better because i can get more work done in the gym you know what i mean my breathing's more under control my recovery's better and shit so i think it's uh i think it's something to practice that a lot of people should practice if they're not yeah most athletes have slightly higher uh, hemoglobin hematocrit because they make more red blood cells. Yeah. So it is it and is diet ad- too. Yeah. Advantageous. Yeah. Yeah, you do want it a little bit above, and I try and keep it a little bit above. But um, I've been going by feel for that kind of stuff more than like my health markers, like on paper. Feel because feel is really important too. You know what I mean? Like a paper can tell you uh, certain things, but like for what we do, you know what I mean? Like uh, you got to kind of listen to your body a little bit too. Rather than just what's on. Well, I think you're paper. right paper. in some aspects, <coughs> but like other aspects, like if he's saying it's pulling double out, which is better for you and putting your blood back in. I mean, even if you don't feel better from it, if the benefits almost double, I would go for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I mean, it just however you feel, you're gonna feel better later, anyways. But well, I think that was just immediate. kind of a one-off. Like, I didn't feel better on that. Maybe it was just like a mental thing because I thought like, I think mental. Uh, yeah, I think I'm like, oh, it's going back in me, you know, or whatever. So, <laughs> I didn't do the right thing. Exactly. Yeah, I think it was just kind of like a one-off, like mental thing. But it probably it probably did help. So you should also check your iron, your ferritin. Yeah. Because um, if you're donating blood, that's also getting removed from your body. Right. So if your ferritin's low, you don't want to donate blood. Because even if your hemoglobin's high. That's also going to be negative, getting too low ferritin. Yeah. So, so. my suggestion is um, have someone like, like Joey coach you. Because what I'm saying, like, the reason I feel so bad is because, like, dude, we went over fucking every piece of me and refined how to do everything. I'm talking from fucking, we're, we're running blood work. I'm doing, what is that thing with the fucking arm thing? Blood, blood pressure. pressure. Yeah, so <laughs> blood pressure is the silent killer. <laughs> Right. So if your blood blood's thick, you're going to have high blood pressure as well. 
Right. I so. mean, we're like every day I'm running blood pressure. Every day I'm fucking weighing myself. Every day I'm like measuring my whole fucking body. He's got my meal. Like he's got what I'm supposed to be eating written out. Like it was fucking insane. Like it's hard to keep track of. And I did it for like a month and I felt fucking amazing. And it's like superpowers, stopped. right? Right. The dude well, like taking care of yourself. That's like the biggest fucking PED there is. I think it's well, like a good, there's a also good a diet. difference yeah. of like taking care of yourself. Like what you think is taking care of yourself. And having someone professionally be like, if you do this, everything will be fucking amazing. Yeah. yeah. Like, there's just like, there's a huge well, difference. I was trying to teach you how to fish. Okay. You know? Right. Trying to teach you how I do everything so you can do it. Right. Yeah. Like a lot, like I understand a lot of this stuff. Um, I don't know a mo- lot of mo- these big words. Mostly all of it. You know what I mean? But the, the thing you got to do is actually like do it though. You know what I mean? Like, right. I used to get labs done, like, once a month, just literally just for fun, just because I wanted to, uh, like, look at it and study it and see how different things were reacting. I do every four weeks. Um, I think I'm probably just going to do, like, uh, three or four times a year now, maybe. But it's, yeah, like, doing it is uh, is really important, too. It does get kind of expensive, though. Like, if you want to... Yeah. So, like, there's, like, basic panels that you can get, but then, like, if you want to uh, check the other stuff, like what Joey was talking about, it's, like... Up to fifty dollars per um, like right. added health marker. I think it was like like by the time I was done with all the blood work tests and all that stuff, it was like three hundred bucks, I think. And it was like what like every every month or every other. Well, you month? don't want to test test all that stuff every month. I just want to get a baseline. Oh right, yeah, so we did the baseline, and then yeah. it was like so every month. You, there's just a few things you have to check, okay. and that's gonna come out to be like. Um, it's usually one hundred nineteen dollars for me. So you, you don't have to check all that stuff. Like 80 bucks, that'll get you all the main things you need to test. Yeah. And you should do it um, about every 12 weeks. Right. It would be good. That's why I'm going to start, like quarterly. I'm going to start yeah. doing it quarterly. And there's there's this new website. Uh, it's called Merrick Health. Mm-hmm. And their blood tests are super cheap. Really? So you can just pick out what, what you want to test. Um, and then they go through LabCorp. Uh, the one that goes through Quest Labs, I think it's Private MD, something like that. Yeah, yeah Private MD Labs. Yeah, so that one's good as well. Mm-hmm. But the Merrick Health is a new one, um, and it's it's cheap. Yeah, they're to have you yeah, show me what I should get tested. They're awesome they're too. Soon. Like they're physicians and uh, or endocrinologists. They're like that LabCorp. No, at Merrick, they're um, they're really good, and they understand like what we're doing too. You know what I mean? Like, they've studied a lot of, uh, like, athletes that use these. I got to find a doctor that doesn't tell me to continuously stop doing steroids. Like, that's what I need. I I need someone who's like. Hit him up at Merrick, dude. I'm telling you. I know you're not going to stop, and here's a way I can help you with your journey instead of just being like, stop it. Yeah. I'm like, no. Like, you're you're not helping me here. Like, Like, do you have any experience? Like, my doctor right now. There's no experience with athletes who use anything at all. He just thinks I have a problem. Which, sure, yeah, I do. But, like, you know, like I, I don't need you to shove that in my face. Same thing is, like, fat people don't need to go in there and have you tell them they're fat. They know that. You know what I mean? They know that. They know they need to be healthier. Why don't you just tell me what I need to know? Like, like will I die here soon? How do I minimize my risk? There we go. Yeah. Can we do that? That's a fucking tough one for the for the normal practice doctors to understand they don't get they're like oh you need to stop yeah. using and i'm like well besides that you know like how do i like work this to where 
I'm getting the most minimal risk possible. Well, you just got to stop. Well, that's not going to happen. So, like, if we could talk, you know what I mean? Like, let's have another conversation here because that's not fucking going to work for me. (laughs) My primary care actually denies me um, some treatment and such because I use steroids. Because right. it's a controlled substance, right? Is what they say. So they'll, but like they'll actually like deny treatment. Like it was a pain in the ass to get a, to try and get scheduled for a sleep study, and then they finally said that they'd do it um, after they they ran some labs and everything, and everything came back perfectly fine. Um, my nice. testosterone was fucking jacked, but I told them it was going to be jacked, um, and then I I still haven't heard from them. Apparently they had it, me on like the uh, waiting list to hear from uh, from the sleep department or whatever, but it's been like three months and I haven't heard from them. No, no, it so, takes a while. You yeah. did, did do the sleep test? You're waiting no, to hear I haven't back to schedule. Waiting to hear back, but like um, they they said right away, you know what I mean, and all this, but so, so but they've you, denied me treatment on a couple of other things before, you know what I mean, because I because I do that and they like don't even feel comfortable talking to me and shit, you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like, you know, sleep apnea is pretty, uh, that's pretty serious, you know? Oh yeah. Like, I got a machine and even the CPAP machine I had, they had to retest me cause it wasn't doing enough. I have a BiPAP now. Yeah. So it doesn't just breathe in, it breathes in and out. Hmm. So it's like, like I put this machine on myself. I have to like go <laughs> and then I put this thing on me and I blow in and suck out and then it breathes for me almost all night. Wow. That's cool yeah. though, right? You wake up I, and you're just... I feel so much better, awesome. but at the same time, like, like when you're sitting here and you're thinking, when you start thinking about breathing, you're like, <sighs> you don't breathe like that when you sleep. It's like little breaths. Like I had no fucking idea, but I felt like suffocated yeah. by this fucking thing. Cause I have to have the whole thing cause I'm a mouth breather. Like breathing wise or like claustrophobic wise? Claustrophobic wise. Yeah. I felt like I was suffocating because I wasn't getting enough air. Mm. But what ended up happening is I just have to relax and let my body start to sleep. And that is just, it's just that little bit amount of air that I need. Yeah. Breathe in and out. And I'd say the only other difference is uh, it's fucking cold sometimes. You know, like I sleep with a fan on my face and like, yeah. so with it just blowing right here. Or if my beard, if, if it comes open, it'll just constantly like, or just blowing in. And so, like, it's uh, fucking yeah. cold as shit, but, mm. yeah. Mm. I'm glad I got it done, because I, I don't know, I mean, I think you remember I fucking wrecked my truck yeah. and all that other shit. Like, I was I was to the point where uh, my body was shutting down. Anytime that I was not standing or walking, like, physically moving, if I sat, I would pass out, like, for, like, 30, 40 seconds. Yeah, just my body, it needed that much, it needed to sleep that bad. So, what ended up happening is I didn't drive it. I was going 70 miles an hour, and apparently everybody came to a stop. I hit a fucking state trooper. I smashed him into the sidewall and then still hit the guy in front of him and crushed the whole front of my fucking truck. Because I was going 70, and they weren't moving. Wow. And I was like, yeah, like that's how 30 seconds of sleep will fucking get you. Especially driving. I wrecked my fucking... I bought like $3,000 rims for my Mercedes, and fell asleep and just rolled them into the curb just fucking destroyed them within like three days because it's like nothing you can do like seriously i'll be standing there and i don't even see it coming and i'm just out dude like it was fucking crazy yeah crazy now it's serious i'm so glad i sleep well (laughs) (laughs) you should be (laughs) yeah 
I've Joe, you got a prediction that. for uh, nationals? Do you know, you know any uh, competition? You know what it looks like? Do you know where you're in at? Class? Yeah. Um, I haven't competed with. Well, a couple of the names look familiar, but I don't know anyone. I'm competing with the nationals. Mm-hmm. Um, OSG that I'm doing in November. I know a lot of names on that list. Yeah. So all the past 90 kilo champs will be there. So that's gonna be a. That's gonna be cool though. That's yeah. gonna be really cool. Zach back. McCarley. Yeah. McCarley, no. Um. So he no. was. He did. He did the world championship before it was OSG. Yeah, so he's won a, uh, I think, an ultimate strongman 90 kilo championship, which actually that's going on today in Paris. Whoa. Yeah. Cool. That's fucking cool. He's a legend. He's he, Yeah, he's one of the OGs. He's a sweetheart, too. He's a really yeah. nice dude. Cool dude. It's pretty crazy how fucking nice most of these gigantors are. Mm-hmm. You know, and he's a little ass dude, but yeah. like, he when I met him, he had just won. So this is like fucking, what, like six, seven years ago? And he spent some yeah. time in 105. Too. And yeah, he's yeah. three-time America's Strongest Man at 105. Right, yeah. so I think it was like a year after he won like his third title or some shit. I meet this guy because I was working out at Inner Beast down in Oregon City with Jeff Pearson. Do you know him? Well, he was he was my strongman coach at the time. And uh, it was the first one I ever had. And he brought Zach in. And fucking Zach was just shredded doing like fucking... Like, snatches and shit with, like, 400 pounds. Like, it was fucking crazy to watch this dude. Yeah. He's in the yeah. It, was, it was fucking awesome. But, cool dude. Really just very helpful. Yeah, he's cool. Yeah. He's getting into commentating. Really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he commentated the uh, Rainier Classic and the OHG Regionals. Really? Yeah, he does good, too. I gotta make it to one of those Rainier Classics, man. That's yeah. what I, I wrecked my truck on the way there. To the, not this year, but the year before. Hmm. I was scheduled to compete. It's about nine months out, so. Oh, good. Start your prep. All right, well, let's do it. <laughs> I do need a competition in the books, or fucking, I won't do anything. Yeah. I know that for damn sure, so. Maybe I know I'll it works way harder when I got one on the horizon. Yeah. Is or there, just different, more Is there intensity. any other than the sweater that are coming up? Then static? I mean, there's static. If you want to sign up for that, it's in like two weeks. I'm not so. ready for a fucking competition yeah. at all. This is like, probably the the least strong I've been in fucking eight years. Yeah. Like, I, I honestly took, from when I stopped talking to you, that's how long it's been. Yeah. That I'm like working out two or three times a month. Hmm. Like, I'll go to the gym sometimes. Like, for a while I was going to the gym and just like fucking around because I knew I wasn't going to be ready I wasn't dieting I wasn't doing this there's just too much going on and so like I'm just making all these fucking excuses and it was it was pretty shit so since then what was that like fucking March I don't February remember. March something like that I barely worked out yeah like last year I, I remember you talking about it yeah yeah so or someone was talking yeah because you were getting ready for the rainier yeah, that so was, that was like the March. big one. And I signed up for the pro part of it because mm-hmm. I wanted the money. I was like, I'll fucking beat everybody. Oh, you were going to be in there too, weren't you? No, I did the amateur. Did you? Uh, 105. And okay. I won the amateur. Yeah. Okay. So now so, you have to do the pro? I don't have to, but I probably will do the pro next year. Okay. Yeah. Austin, you doing the pro? <laughs> I, you think so? I did the I need to sign up for amateur. So I could get qualified for the Arnold Classic. So I'm going to do Arnold Classic in March. Were you surprised that the weights were kind of uh, similar from amateur to pro at the Rainier? Because they were honestly really similar. wasn't that much of a difference on anything. It was like about 10% more on most of the stuff. 
Yeah, and some, some of the stuff was the same. Like the truck pull, like I think uh, amateur middleweight and amateur open were the same as um, the same exact truck in the same exact lane and same exact distance mm -hmm. as uh, pro middleweight and pro open. So yeah, I yeah. think we're kind of surprised that it was so 10 similar. 10% is a lot in like the circus dumbbell. Yeah. Oh yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, 10% is about right. Because that, that was a high-level amateur show, too. I still, I, I still, I watched the video of that fucking one at, at uh, Hardcore, yeah. and I am so pissed off that you're in front of me crushing your light-ass little fucking circus yeah. though, <laughs> and I'm behind you just struggling <laughs> like a I'm motherfucker. Just, he's burning like my tires. He's got yeah. like, what was yours, like 100 pounds or some shit, and mine yeah, was like oh, close to 200 pound dumbbell, I'm 100, like... 110 pounds. Oh, I'm so sorry. Yeah, but everybody's like, well, so did that guy beat you? No. It's like yeah. not even close. He wasn't no, even, I fucking he wasn't smoked even near you, me. Like, did you see it? Bullshit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> same way. Same yeah, exact I was, way. I, like I honestly didn't even notice you because I was on yeah. my shit. But then I go back to watch the video and like they're like, "Come on, Tyler," and you're right here in the video. <laughs> like I'm a, I'm in the back over here. <laughs> yeah. you're just, you're just, <sighs> just a steady case. <sighs> yeah. Just like fuck you, man. I'm like get out of my fucking shot. Like, uh, anyways, I was so pissed, but. You know, we made it to the dumbbell at the same time. Yeah. You just crushed like eight of them. Yeah. Well, you did particularly well with that dumbbell that day, right? Like that was the best. Yeah. Number there, right? I did good with a a good a good lot of stuff. Yeah. Like, but for our first that comp, was like, that was fucking dope, dude. For my first comp, that was awesome. It was a fun competition. It yeah. was. Well, it was crazy to think that was just like a year ago, a year and some change. It was. I it remember was thinking that stood out was though. Fucking hot. The dumbbell. Yeah. yeah, I was the only one that was like. Uh, well, there was I think one or two more other people, but one of, yeah, I think two people placed in front of me, and then one of the guys, and Craig should have known this, but it's evident that he doesn't know any better. One of the guys was using his uh, non-dominant hand and pushing the dumbbell off of his shoulder for every rep. Yeah, and it's like, how can you not call that? I you wish know what I, I mean? Done that. <laughs> if I would have known, dude, yeah, if I would have known, I would have gotten thirty or forty reps doing that. You know what I mean? Thanks. Yeah. But yeah, I thought that was yeah. The, no, the dumbbell was cool. A lot of the stuff was cool. I'd have been happy fun. with one. Just watching, yeah. but I barely fucking won that one too. Like I won that by the last event. We both won two events. And then the the last event, I beat him by two seconds on the Hercules hold. Yeah. So I, I won. I was yeah. like, yeah. Was he wearing a kilt? Yeah, he was. Yeah. Nick Nick something. But yeah. uh, I still talk to him now. Cause mm. he, then that was the thing, too. Like, for squats, he knew already. There's no fucking way. You're not. He did, like, yeah. three. And I just, like, yanked out eight to prove a point. Yeah, like, <laughs> exactly. Oh, yeah. Second to last event. Last event's grip. Just fucking send yeah. it, you know? Yeah. Well, hopefully next year it's not going to be the same weekend as the Rainier Classic. The hardcore one? Yeah. yeah that was so silly. Well, I think he kind of was making a point. I know he's mad at uh, at that whole organization. Dion. Dion and, and that whole thing. I don't know if he's mad at Dion in particular, but I know he's pissed at NAS. And I feel like that was him trying to prove a point. The hard part is you, you can't prove a point. With such a big fucking event, you got pros at this fucking event. Rob Kearney is gonna be there. Like you got like so many fucking people that just like are gonna draw just a normal crowd to watch. Not yeah, to mention like, all the like fucking strongmen who want to yeah. be there, right? Like exactly. spectator wise for sure. Like 
but you're also yanking in strongmen who would skip your event just to go watch this one. I think the Rainier is going to be a lot better this year because um, the f- was 2021 the first year that they did it. Yeah. So this was just their second one. Yeah. So 2021 was going to be a lot better, but there was like uh, flight restrictions and travel restrictions and shit. So like um, there was a few. Um, Canadians that were supposed to, like, Maxine Boudreau was going to be there, and, like, some other big names and shit, mm-hmm. and it was going to be really cool, you know what I mean? And then, um, they weren't able to come, so I think that kind of blew the image of it, you know what I mean? Haley Dagley was going to be there, too. Is that her name? Something, there was, there was a really cool roster, and then, uh, this year, it was all, I don't think there was anybody competing internationally, um, but there was a lot of big names there, like, uh, Aaron Murray, Jody Kennedy, Nez, uh, and then for the for the guys, there's some people that are like having big names now. You know what I mean? Like uh, what's his name? Tim Buck or something? Mm-hmm. Tim Buck, yeah. and then that professor guy. Um, Hatfield's probably going to do it next year, I think. Um, so I think next year it's going to be pretty fucking wild. Be yeah, I'm definitely not doing the pro next year. Now. Why not? <laughs> Fuck, dude. <laughs> that sounded like the pussiest fucking statement I've heard in this room. So yeah, but did you hear the lineup? The so potential what? lineup? Do you want to be the strongest man in the world? Not next year. <laughs> Eventually. It makes me sad. Yeah. <clears throat> so, uh, training over here. No, seriously. like, like yeah. So, training with all these people over there at this new gym, yeah. uh, you really do realize that, like, some of these people who are like, oh, yeah, I'm like the strongest guy in the gym. Like, the dude who owns it. Yep. He's, like, one of the strongest guys there. His deadlift's, like, 550. And I'm like, ooh, like, there's a huge difference being around people that fucking, like, you go to hardcore, you walk in, someone's smashing out 700 fucking pounds on deadlift, and that's their second set. You know what I mean? Like, like being around those types of people, competing against those types of people really gets you a lot further than just being complacent or, or yeah. just, you know what I mean? Being, like... Well, when I get strong enough, I'll fucking do it, right? So I know that when I was training for my first competition, I wanted to do strongman, right? And I wanted to do some sort of competition, but I was like, oh, what weights do I have to hit in order to compete? Yeah. And he's like, fucking compete, dude. Like, you mm-hmm. you have to get your reps in in competition. Yeah. You have to figure out how that fucking goes. Do you want to figure that out when, like, you want to wait until your lips are there and then figure that shit out? Or get your shit in there while you're lifting, right? While you're not ready. And it's yeah. it's fucking sick to compete against these people you know are going to fucking crush you. And the more time that you put off, like, training for it and then showing up in front of a crowd, the more time you put off, the more nervous you're going to get for the first time you do it. You know what I mean? Well, I also think right. that competing against people, so. when you know that, like, this dude deadlifts, like, fucking 900 pounds and you're in the sevens, Right. Well, he's going to beat me in that unless I fucking catch up, right? There's a big difference trying to catch someone who's deadlifting nine and when you're at seven than just trying to beat the dude who's barely at eight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You train Strategy, different. You're, yeah. you're getting ready for these competitions different. Like, there's that mentality of, like, I must fucking destroy It's like everyone. a tangible goal, almost. You know what I mean? No, the intangibles are more fun. Intangible. Is that the right word I'm using? The I don't know. You can feel it, though, dude. You can feel the goal better, you know what I mean? Right, but like, I want those unattainable goals. Those force me to do what I never thought I could. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like Those those goals that are just like, everybody else is like, dude, there's no fucking way. Well, somebody's beating that guy's ass. Why not? 
And I think that's what benefited me by doing a comp last year and then being at Hardcore is all of a sudden you're around what used to seem unattainable when they were going to 24-hour Platinum Fitness. Right. It's like, you know, a 300-pound bench, I didn't think I'd ever really hit it, and I'm blown through it now. And being at Hardcore, just like the deadlifts, and then you go to comp and you get surrounded by the Joey's at my weight class. You're like, okay. Like, you know, you know, slowly like starting to build that weight. And it just, it, it seemed... It doesn't seem unattainable anymore to do some big, big numbers. Where right. when you're just, you are who you surround yourself by, right? Like if you're just doing sets of ten, three sets of ten, and moving on to the next thing, it's like no, there's form, there's technique, there's consistency, discipline, and just getting all that stuff in and being around the people that are hitting those numbers gets you like, okay, I can do this. Right. And then you start shooting for it instead of limiting yeah. yourself with. Well, it's also yeah. like the people who are training doing sets of ten. That's fine as long as nine and ten are fucking hard as shit. Right, if you're doing a set of ten and you're just doing your sets, if yeah. you're not struggling, what the fuck are you doing this for? Right, like like fucking seven through ten should be hard, right? You should barely be getting ten up. That's that's training for fucking strength. That's really getting competition worthy. Who's doing ten reps? I do ten reps to to sculpt out my titties usually, <laughs> oh, yeah. just because I want them not hangy to get sculpted. Yeah, yeah, I hear yeah. that. Uh, well, so so at the same time, sometimes having that bigness, uh, I, I actually chest a lot. I don't train chest for competition. I train chest for the competition I, I'm in, right? So I'm not training to get yeah. stronger in a bench. I'm training. I'm training to get a bigger fucking chest so I can hold shit up better. Counterweight that shelf. Shelf is really shelf. most of my shit. Like yeah. like uh, like the fucking Conan's wheel, having that shit up there that helps having titties. Right, uh, fucking log press, mm-hmm. axle press, all running with the sandbags. I noticed that, like being able to set it there, yeah, so just crushing right, you know, under my sternum. Yeah, I can breathe a lot better when it's set up higher. Well, big having having that big ass muscle on you is super helpful. Like a yoke, when I had no traps, that shit fucking hurt. You know, right. like now, like you get traps on there, yeah. you got something to set it on, <laughs> right? Like not just resting on your skeleton. It's Right. You got a fucking foundation. So I think there's definitely room for fucking sets of 10, for sure. Yeah. But uh, I feel like when... I always have, like, my main lift, my fucking power, ex, like, power accessory, and then I have my fucking accessory accessories, right? Where I'm just trying to figure out how to get that muscle stronger in different aspects. Mm-hmm. Like fucking abductors and adductors. <laughs> you know? Like, how the fuck are you supposed to hit those, you know? Now I'm having to try and figure out how to do it with a rubber band. Yeah, we don't have a machine, and I'm like, you fuck. see people doing that? How you can set up the band and then kind of fucking put it on a rack and crawl out and start doing some of those. Well, what we're actually doing is just like sticking it and sticking it around your fucking ankle and pulling it in or oh. pulling it out. Like, yeah, it's, it's yeah. not crazy hard. You, <laughs> you can do that. I guess you don't need to get on the ground and right. Like, I'm be not trying to make it about it. Yeah, possible. <laughs> I'm just trying to get it done, and and it works. But it's just. It's shit like that that you can't work out. Like GHRs. Like nothing has ever hit my fucking hamstrings like a GHR does. Nothing. Right. Nothing at all. And trying to figure out how to do that body weight, like without a machine is a bitch. Like we're going to figure that out on Tuesday. What are we going to do? Someone's going to have to hold ankles mm-hmm. while you're trying to do that shit? Like that's yeah. where we're at, you know? Yeah. But fuck it. You're not going to get – your deadlift and squat are going to get 100 times better. You get good GHRs. If you can do 10 of those, oh yeah, fucking just do 10. Like three sets of 10, you're fucking – yeah, uh, yeah, hundred pounds on each of those. I guarantee it, man. Did them yesterday. Yeah, first time in a long time. They're my first favorite. Times ever. I don't think we do enough of them. No, uh-huh. I think they're awesome. I put those as my body weight accessory every deadlift. Yeah, 
Yeah. Back day, whatever the fuck you want to call it. First set felt easy. By the third, I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Catching up a little bit here. Are you doing them all the way up? I think so. Probably have someone check me. Like, are you like, doing Nordic are you style or are you doing GHRs? GHR. Okay. Right? Yeah. You were there yesterday when I was doing them. Are you on that uh, the machine where you hook in your feet? Yeah. The pads are on your thighs? Yeah. And then are you going down and just coming up to here? No, I was going. Or are going, you pulling all the way up? Yeah. yeah. Okay, good. You're doing them right. Maybe not totally straight up, but well, yeah, enough pretty to, close. Yeah, there's no reason to... That's just balance after that. Yeah. Right? Once you get past... Now it's coming up, for cool. sure. Because everybody says they're doing GHRs. I'm like, you're doing back extensions. <laughs> no, I was coming up, and I felt it in the... Yeah, they Felt fuck you up. Hams. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I got to start training at, at uh, Hardcore again in the mornings or some shit. That way I can train. That's when I'm there. Separately from yeah. the class. From the right. Because well, you know I mean? the thing is, I mean, I also, it was one of the things the the, guy, the owner, he's like the main coach, he's like, and just so you know, like, we had a coach's meeting. He's like, I want everybody to please continue to work out and look the part. And he like looks right at me. He's like, you need to look the part if you're going to be training. I'm like, all right. Can you chill the fuck out for a minute? I, like, once you get big, it's kind of easy to get back. But once you oh, yeah. actually sit down and, and fucking do it. But uh, I got to get back because I can be training a class having dudes bigger than me in that fucking class. You know, I'm, I'm like showing them how to do a, we, we, we had a, a rope and I clipped on two fucking 150 pound sandbags and we're dragging them. And I'm like, yeah, just like this. And I, I like got in the motion and I'm like pulling and I pulled it a little bit. I'm like, like that. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, now you do it three times. It might be cool. nice going to for you to go to hardcore because you might eventually start looking at uh, your other gym is like uh, the place that you go for kickboxing and the place that you go for work. You right. know what I mean? So it might be kind of like a different mentality. Right, and, and it is definitely I need to be ready for competitions. But I also feel like would that be kind of unfair, you know, where I'm I'm like training at a place where I had literally everything. What does hardcore not fucking have to get you strong, right? Like, like I haven't found. Is there a machine? You're you're like an expert. Is there something that hardcore doesn't have Don't that have you would like to have? Anymore. A fingerless finger anymore? They have everything that. that I need. Yeah. He he was like adamant about not letting anybody touch that fucking thing. Yeah. So I don't care that I it's know. not there. Yeah. Can no, you get there I in the mornings? The... What time are you there? Like five? I get there at four thirty. But I can do that. Yeah, I mean, and me I and two I other guys, Mason and Stewart, and, and Joey's there most of the days too. But there's two other guys I work out with. Okay. Almost every, especially Stewart, he's there with me. I can start doing four thirty. So the biggest issue I'm having is the fucking the divorce, right? So I got both my kids Monday through Friday, or actually Sunday night through Friday afternoon. So like, they live with me that time. So I got to leave at like fucking four in the morning. And just leave them by themselves. How old are they? Until I get back there. 14 and 10. Okay. That's what so, I do. That's what I'm saying. So like, <laughs> I, I don't think it'd be a, a huge issue. I'm just, I am still a little uncomfortable with I it. I leave my 14-year-old and 12-year-old home alone. Really? They're, Kids almost the same age? Wh- which one are they? Are they boys and girls or what? Two girls. Two girls. Interesting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. My wife and my wife comes with me and we, they're still asleep and get back. My old, my 14-year-old sometimes is awake and starts getting ready for school. Right, because he wakes up at 7. Yeah. So, I mean, I'll, I'll probably be back before then, right? What time do you guys finish up? I got to finish by about 6.45 to take her to school. Okay. She going to do the plane pull with us? <laughs> she wants to. Mm-hmm. That'd be cool, dude. <laughs> That'd be really yeah. cool. If we have a 
the fourteen year old or the twelve year old? Fourteen. The, the taller one. Would, taller yeah. one, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's yeah. pretty into it, huh? She thought it was cool. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and she's strong too. That'd be sweet for her dude. size. If we if we had a freaking, she'd be fifteen, the fifteen year old fucking little girl on yeah. our team, and we just blow it out of the water. Right. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Yeah, my son wants to start lifting too. He's been going to the gym since summer, so he's four. He's the fourteen year old. Okay, and he's actually lost. He lost like forty fucking pounds this summer. Nice. And now he's playing soccer too, so he's losing more, but. This fucking kid's gonna be a monster. He's, oh, yeah. he's fourteen. He's like six two. He's fucking huge. Wow. Kid. Yeah, he's a stud, he's man. A get him, uh, get him lifting while he's still like you know husky too. I had him competing at like eight. He yeah. Pulled like two hundred and two fucking pounds at deadlifts for Dornbecker. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. So like he, he was fucking getting strong as shit. Right. And then he just, but it was hard. He's eight. Yeah. Right, like I mean, I'm in there like fucking pick it up, Scott. I don't want to be here. Yeah. Right, it's like fucking four in the morning. Thinking like, about playing Xbox and shit. I have a video when we went from uh, Golden Age Iron. We went over to um, Generation. St- no, yeah. not Generation Iron or strength. strength. Not not fucking douchebags, Jim. I dislike him. Just because he was a fucking asshole to me for no reason. I don't think we've ever had a full conversation. Bridgeford? Yeah, and he's just yeah. always been a prick. Like, I, I don't get he's it. He's a huge fucking douchebag. That's just what I've heard. I've never met That's him. That's what I'm but. saying. Like, like I've met him in person, and he just seems super egotistical. But just, it's fun to watch someone like that live their life and just get shit on. So I'm excited that he keeps steroiding up his girlfriends, and then they're like, I'm going to leave you for an actual coach. And, like, they keep doing that. But anyways, um... <laughs> But anyway, so uh, so yeah, there was that. uh, There's a video of me, my ex-wife, and my son, and my daughter, because we got to bring the the little girl. Like she was like six at the time. Yeah, she was like six. So we had to bring her, and she's just like sleeping in the fucking corner. But we're all there squatting in the morning, like we were running it, dude. It was pretty fucking sick. But that was like the first coaching I ever did with my son. That's cool. And uh, I, yeah, there's a there's a picture of, of he took uh, he took gold a deadlift for Darnbeckers for the kids division. Oh yeah, dude. Cool. Yeah, I'm behind him. Like I I was like, you know, there's always a deadlift spotter. I'm like, fuck off. This is my kid. You know, <laughs> I'm like I got him. Don't yeah, worry yeah, about yeah. it. It was, it was fucking sick. You can see him. He's just like yeah. <laughs> eight year old face. Yeah, and I'm behind him, just grind. like yeah. yeah. That makes for a good picture. Yeah. So I'm gonna get him in. Uh, Probably training at Forge for right now until I see that he actually gives a shit. You know, I don't want... So that's the hard part, too, is do I want to be training someone while I'm training? I want to go in there for me right now. Nice, I need to get um, fucking strong and huge. And, and it is also hard with my kid. Right, because I'm just like, pick it up. Like, you're fucking wasting my fucking time here, you know? Uh-huh. Like, you, you just want to have to be there kid. with someone that doesn't want to be there right. while you're trying to get that... Dude, at that going. age though, even if he just hits like, even if he just like maxes out on bench press every day and hits some curls, he's gonna. Well, see, but you gotta understand, like, like kids though, right? When they're especially when they're yours, like it's like I know you're being a lazy fuck right now. Will you stop it? Like all the time, he's just lazy as shit, and he's like, why do people like? I was telling him stop acting stupid. And he's like, why are you so mean to me? Because you're lazy as fuck, and you like push it off as stupidity. You're making people think you're stupid. Oh, plays dumb because it was yeah. going to do something. Yeah. Oh, I it, fucking oh, hate that, dude. Oh, I, I didn't think that's what you meant. Really? Really? Like, because we, like, peeled a bunch of fucking apples from my tree. And we're like, hey, go dump that in, like, the back corner of the, the yard because they were bad. Because we just didn't get to them. We had, like, fucking 40 pounds of apples and we didn't get to these ones. I'm like, hey, go go dump them in the very back of the yard, the fucking 
animals will get them. So he steps outside and just dumps them <laughs> right out the back door. I'm like, are you, f- what the fuck? Oh, oh, you meant like all the way in the back? No, jackass, like right where we stand. That's where I want it. What the fuck's wrong with you? You know what I mean? Like, oh, well, I didn't know you meant, you knew what I fucking meant. You're just a lazy shit. You want to go back and sit in your room again. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, what the fuck, man? Well, kids, you'll have some pet peeves that other people won't even notice. <laughs> right. But just because you see it ten times a day. I had a... Uh, I want to be at the gym, be able just to focus. Do you not. know who Kaylee is? Kaylee. She was dating Tony Montgomery forever. I keep forgetting her fucking last name. But she's, no a, she's a sweetheart of a chick. She was a powerless for a long time. She owns, like, a fucking sweet shop. She owns Strength Union. I don't know if you know where that well, is. Not anymore. Right. She just sold it to fucking yeah. dude, right? But so she's a sweetheart. We're in there. We're all lifting, and my kid's in there. I'm having an axle deadlift, right? And I'm like, no, you gotta grab. Like I'm getting irritated because he's just not fucking listening yeah. to me about switch grip. You have to overreach, right, so that you can lock it in. And he's just like, like this. And I'm like, no, you, you're not gonna be able to pick it up. She comes over. She's like, I don't think you need to be so, so mean to your son. I'm like, this is my fucking kid, right? Like, <laughs> yeah. And that's one of those points where you're like. You're not his parent, so you don't understand he's just being irritating because he's not fucking listening. Not because he shouldn't be in here or this is too much for him. I've seen him lift more than this. Right. He's just not listening to what I'm fucking saying. And he's getting irritated, so now we're both irritated. No, I think it's fine. And I think, because if somebody were to talk to your kid like that, you would go in, like, defense mode, right? Right, of course. You're, you're the only one that talks to him like that. Right. Yeah, I think that's fine. It is what it it's is. Good. Well, it's good. Well, it's also hard, like, as a parent, if I were somewhere and someone was just fucking berating their child like that, I'd probably get a little upset as well, <laughs> you know? Like, like I mean, so it's a hard, yeah. like, like, do I want to defend this just defenseless child? Or, like, do I need to understand that that's their kid? Like, if you're over there slapping your child, yeah, I'm going to get fucking mad about it, right? But, like... I have to try and chill a little bit, knowing that I yeah. have children. She did, she doesn't have any kids, right? So seeing me kind of be upset with him for not listening, I feel like if you don't have children, it's kind of hard to understand that point, right? Like mm-hmm. like there are there are points where some people get upset. Like my son will crack his knuckles, and I get furious. And the the reason is because if you're sitting there and you go crack crack with both hands, right? I don't care. But he can crack every fucking knuckle in his hand. All of them. Both hands. Crack, 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 crack. Like for fucking so it's three fi- minutes. So 15 in a row. Yeah, and I'm just like, okay, shut the fuck up. Crack your knuckles and be done. Yeah. Okay, okay, sorry. Now he's cracking his elbow and his neck and his shoulder. I'm like, you learned he these fucking the, things because it irritates me. Too, right. yeah. like, so, so they're like, oh, he's just cracking his knuckles. No, he's cracking every fucking knuckle. Every joint he has that exists, he's Six figured times out a day. Yeah. right. Like, and it's just, just like at the stupidest times, and it's always like I'm like, all right, you know what, dude, just be quiet, sit in the car, we're on the way. Like I'm already irritated, and then I just hear knuckles cracking. I'm like, you little shit, like you're just trying to piss me off right now, is what yeah. you're doing. Well, I'm just cracking my. I didn't know that you could hear me do. Oh my god. Sometimes you just want a little cut. Of little rocks that you can throw at people. You know what I mean? A little just, cup of rocks. That'd be fucking A little sick, cup dude. of like, yeah. even, even like the fucking, what I really want is those, those fucking um, just like, aquarium rocks. Yeah, it was like marbles. Those, yeah. No, not even marble. I don't want this to hurt. I want you to just know I threw a little rock at you. Yeah. Like you can't <laughs> even be mad the aquarium rocks that you put in fish tanks. Yeah. You just fucking ding somebody with one of those and they're like, 
the fuck? Like, you, it didn't hurt. You can't get mad. I just need you to know I'm throwing a rock it's at you. It's just a message. You can't. Right, man. Yeah. Right. Like, I would, I would sit there with a fucking cup full of them in my car, too. Just be dinking people. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> I want to create, like, have a magnet with a big spring that at the top says, like, I'm a piece of shit. And so I can, like, throw them at people's cars as we drive around. So it just, like... Little messages on them. Yeah, it's just, like, <laughs> flinging back and forth. And people are like, what the fuck? They get close enough. It says I'm a piece of shit. And they're like, ha, That guy sucks. You know what I mean? That's, that's what I'm at. What did you uh, what did you do for your training this week? Um, mostly trained what I was training other people. Uh, so I trained two times this week strength and then two times kickboxing. Nice. That's all I got in. And then Saturday... So the other part is, too, until November, I'm also coaching two soccer teams. Yeah. So for fucking two hours a day, four days a week, I'm coaching. And then another four hours, we have games. Because each game is like an hour and a half. you got to get there half an hour early, get them warm, like yeah. all this other bullshit. So, so for like fucking, what is that? Like, it's a lot of hours. Yeah. You know, like it's, it's... So you're still pretty in shape. I know you keep saying that you're like not in shape right now, but... I'm, I'm your in running shape. Is still, yeah, I'm playing a shit ton good. of soccer. So, like, yeah, running a mile, right. I could probably run, like, three fucking miles right now, if yeah. I'm being honest with you. But, like, I don't want to. Right? I want to be strong. I miss throwing, up do- throwing open doors on accident and almost breaking them. Yeah. You know, that's what I miss. Like, I don't want my legs to be all sculpted. I don't give a fuck about that. I want to pick shit up. Yeah. Right? Like, exactly. I mean, and, and then I'm also, like... The next day, I'm like hobbling around because I shouldn't have ran that much or yeah. I shouldn't have kicked the ball that far, but we scored, so I'm gonna. You know what I mean? So it works out. Right. Yeah, you can bounce back pretty quick. Um, like I get uh, strong fast. Yesterday was the World Tour Finals, and Ivor Smokstellis, he killed it. And he was like out of shape, you know what I mean, for the past however many months. And then he did one show, the uh, Strongman Champions League, and I think he blew that out of the water. I don't know if you watched that or not. I didn't see that one. He he did really good. And then, um, yeah, he got second place at the World Tour Finals against some pretty pretty good dudes. He was only like uh, four and a half points or some shit behind Mitch Hooper. And he's like one of the best in the world right now. And then third it, was Kevin Ferris. Yeah, third was Kevin. That, that was close between uh, Ivers and Kevin. But he but he came back, like, super quick. People were saying he was out of shape, and then, like, three months later, he's, like, literally one of the best in the world on that day. On that day, he was the second best in the world. You know what I mean? So, I don't know. People can jump back pretty quick, dude. Is you might like you'll probably place? come back better than, better than before, I think. Well, I'm going to be strong as fuck. And that's yeah. the thing, too. I'm 32. I'm not concerned. Right? Well, right? I don't even ma- have that fucking old man strength yet. Yeah, you're right in that like matured, like almost kind of, I don't want to say peak because you never know when you're going to peak and you could do right. this until you're 50 or 60. But, or I like, could rip the hamstring off my fucking bones. You could do that never too. never be able to do it again. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but yeah, you're right at that age. I well, feel better so you, now than at 32. Yeah. Right. You know, so, mm-hmm. yeah. We started training on your birthday. Right, February. Yeah. 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 When you were training, were you bouncing back pretty quick? You as, soon, as soon as good. I started training with him, I felt I felt better than I've ever felt in my life. And I knew that if I kept doing this, I would be stronger than I probably ever would be by myself. And healthier. And healthier, yeah. right? And, and like everything would be good because I also wouldn't be I, – I take quite a bit of juice, right? I do. And I'm just kind of like, 
that sounds about right. You know what I mean? Like, that's how I fucking gauge shit. I'm like, eh, that doesn't seem crazy, but it seems like enough. Like, with your right? drug protocols, that's how you gauge it? It's just, yeah. I think, like, that's enough? I just high-five me and call that good. Yeah. That's really what I do. Because, so, like, like, and that's Solid. the thing, like, to have someone, like, just be like, this is what you need to take. And, like, because sometimes I'd be taking shit that just is offsetting itself, and I don't fucking know. Yeah. I don't have the, honestly... Stuff. I don't have the time to do the research for a lot of that shit. There's a lot of stuff that, in real estate, I have someone else handle my fucking paperwork. I'm a fucking amazing salesman. I get out there and I can sell anybody anything. I don't give a fuck, right? Like, I'm great at it. I'm not good at the paperwork. I can do it. I know how. Yeah. But I'm not going to fucking anything. It, you know I what I mean? And save some it. time. Right? Mm-hmm. You so, need to like, get with Merrick, dude. I think so. Big time. Well, I just... I, I need someone like... To fucking train me is what I need. Or, I need I need something written out yeah. to where I can just go in the gym and fucking bang shit out. I don't want to sit there for an hour and a half and write my own fucking program. I don't want to sit there and and make all my own fucking food for my 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 food. I just I don't have the fucking time. I got two kids. Mm-hmm. I got a divorce. I'm coaching two soccer teams. I'm coaching strong. I'm doing all this shit. Real estate takes up stupid amount of fucking time. And now I'm also going to be stepping into a role where I'm going to be training and recruiting realtors like like now now i'm upping that fucking game i'll have even less time like so i'm just like yeah like you you're saying like hemoglobins and this and that and i'm like i don't even know what the fuck you're talking about what are you what are you what are you taking right now uh 600 master on right i think 600 master on 600 trend (laughs) and 600 test a week 666 i know that sounds is that a lot that is a lot. You think that's crazy? It's a lot. It's not, cra- it's not crazy. <laughs> but there's there's no safe way to do it, but there's safer right. ways to do it. Well, and that's what we were talking about, too, when you were kind of helping me gauge it. Because there's a certain amount, like what you were telling me was there's an amount that's going to be most effective. And then there's an amount where you're just taking extra risk for nothing. Well, what you just listed, some of those are definitely going to be, like, working against each other. Like, you have 600 for, and you kind of want to look at what the aromatides into as well. So you have, like, uh, 600 of something that's going to be estrogen. You have 600 of something that's going to be prolactin. You have uh, 600 of something that's going to be, like, a DHT derivative. You know what I mean? So See, and I want to pretend like I know what you were talking about So there's now. there's three family trees. Right. So you have the testosterone-based family tree then you have the 19 nors which is the trenbolone and then you have the dhts which is the masteron so that none of them are overlapping so that is that is good what what brady's saying i don't understand well because you you said some of them work against each other so um like the masteron is um that's probably not going to work so well with the equal amount of like uh your estrogen base, like the testosterone, because the masteron's an aerobatase inhibitor. Testosterone's an estrogen base? Yeah, well, that's it's what it's going to aromatize so, into, is what I'm saying. If you're getting estrogen side effects, then masteron would be good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But so right I, now, I like, equal like parts, a, you don't know if that's going to be the best. But a half a milligram of anastrozole a week. And the reason I don't... I don't fuck too much with the anti-estrogens, just because I already have fucking gyno, so I don't really give a shit. But I also don't want to die, right? So Masteron is, um, it used to be, 
So the uh, pharmaceutical replacement for Masteron, and this is why you can't get it pharmaceutical anymore because it was replaced, um, is uh, Arimidex or Anastrozole. For Masteron? Yeah. Uh, Masteron used to be used for uh, women that needed treatment for breast cancer. It was used as an aerobitase inhibitor, and the direct replacement for it was Arimidex. So that's why it's not available through like uh, pharmacies confusing. anymore. That's why it's not prescribed. But it is a it is a sometimes a pretty powerful that's AI. That's a fucking steroid though. The other one's an oral, isn't it? What? Yeah, but the, it's what it so it's what it'll like convert to as well. Like EQ is the same way too. Like it'll metabolize into a one dienedione, which is an aromatase inhibitor. So it's like what it metabolizes into as well. You know what I mean? So you uh, got so you, you're rocking the same amount of like an AI as you are like test pretty much. Everyone's different though. Yeah. So you'd want to see what your estrogen levels are at. Right. If they're fine, then um, I would say cut out the aromatase inhibitor. The oral Arimidex. Okay. Is that, that's what you say you're taking? Yeah, right? but I'm taking, like I said, I was taking a half a milligram a week. And it really is kind of. Those fuck up your cholesterol levels. Oh. Those are bad for your, for your. I was also starting to take Clen again on top of it. Are you trying to lose weight? I was trying to lose a little bit of just the fat part, get back down to it. But then I'm also thinking, like, first of all, I started fucking with my sleep again. So I'm not, I'm not touching that shit again. That so yeah, scary. that's a stimulant. That's a, so that will fuck with your sleep. Right. So I stopped doing that because anytime I take a good amount of trend, I start fucking shredding up anyways. So I don't think it's necessary right now. I don't think I need the clen. If I was just trying to lose weight, maybe? I don't know. But I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, I have no fucking idea. I'm just shoving it all in my body. Merrick would be dope for you to work with. Because, yeah, they'll, they'll, <laughs> I'm telling you, man. No, seriously. Because, yeah, people are different. Like, I, I react like uh, I'm super sensitive to those AIs. So I was doing... Um, equal parts mast and uh, testosterone, right? And uh, actually just today, so I lowered the mast, increased the testosterone, and then threw in um, a little bit of uh, an androlone or NPP. So I, you kind of you kind of got to know like what your what works for your body too, because like that stuff I like, feel like e- you're throwing words at me that I don't understand at all. Like you got to no, understand heard before you know you got to understand. I may have heard these words before, but I've done no research whatsoever. I usually am just going off of what people have told me so far. Yeah, and what I feel works in my own body. So I know about six hundred tests. I can probably get about twelve hundred of it if I'm just doing. Test. If I was just running test E, I would probably run like twelve hundred of it. Yeah. And that, like I know that's just fucking that crazy. But that just that by itself. When yeah. I have trend in me though, I know that it, what it does to my fucking mentality. So I try and keep that down, and then I'm just boosting it with test. And then the master on it's just fucking in there because why not? Because yeah. I have a lot of it. Are you saying six hundred milligrams of test a week? Yeah. Six hundred test, six hundred trend, and then six hundred master on. I would fucking love to do trend. You better be well, careful. Because <laughs> I just don't have a need to right So what now, are you though. saying? I'm still kind so of am I crazy the, right now? So I'm just saying the safer way would be to do testosterone. Find the amount of testosterone you can do without getting estrogen side effects. Because right. estrogen is still anabolic. You still want estrogen. You don't, you don't want to take too much testosterone that your estrogen is too high. So you just want to gradually increase your testosterone where you can find the most you could do. And then I don't recommend the 19 ors, the Tranbolone and the Nandrolone because those come with a lot of side effects if you're side effect prone. Um, And then there's some research showing they may be neurotoxic as well. 
Neurotoxic. So, fucking with your brain? Toxic to your brain, yeah. Oh. Cool. Um, so the safer compounds would be Mastron and Primavolin, which are both DHT derivatives. So you find the amount of testosterone you can take without getting estrogen too high, and then you could gradually add either Primavolin or Mastron. Um, if you increase your Primavolin and you're getting estrogen side effects, then you'd want to do Mastron instead. So, so those are the safer compounds because those all have been um, used in hu- human research. Right. So with the estrogen side effects, what am I looking for here? Because I don't feel like I get a lot of side effects like at all. Like when I when I take even a stupid amount of like test, like the tw- I was taking twelve hundred for a little while, mixing it with fucking D ball uh, to start out my fucking day, and like it, it was a lot of shit, right? And I was still like the most I was getting was I was just kind of breaking out on my chest and back, and it was like a zit a day. Like I'm not even talking just fucking covered like that. Like, what am I looking for when you say my estrogen levels are bad? Like, do I have so, to get blood work? You should get blood work. Right. <laughs> the side effects usually go by feel, though. You know what I mean? Right. Like so that's what I'm saying. I'm not feeling a crazy amount of... So everyone's different. So right. you might get extreme um, bloating, water retention, you get, which would cause high blood pressure. Yeah. Uh, you might get burning or itching nipples. Um, you might get increased uh, urine urination frequency or hard to piss. Okay. Um, that would be enlarged prostate if it's so that uh, high estrogen will cause that. I have as my well. prostate played with a lot. I think it's okay. Yeah. Good. So, <laughs> so I'd say those Just are the kidding. main main things. To Another one with the estrogen too is um, your your cognitive scope, like because like higher estrogen will also prevent like that neurotoxicity as well. And if you uh, so if your estrogen is like lower or tanked, you're gonna feel like trash too. You know what I mean? Like your communication skills, your motor skills and everything, like that's going to probably go down a little bit. Your sleep's going to go down a little bit. And then like the physical side effects too. So probably so, if you're really moody too. Yeah. So yeah, that's the thing. Is, so when I'm not doing cycles, I'm moody as fuck. Like, so the hard part is I have the, the genetic disorder, the gyno, right? So I was born with just a stupid amount of estrogen and a stupid amount of test just kind of fighting each other to win, and I have nothing that will stop the estrogen from, I have no blocker. There's supposed to be something that stops males from having a certain amount of estrogen, and I don't have that. Well, there's a negative feedback loop. So normally your testes produce testosterone, and then if your estrogen's too high, they stop producing testosterone. Right. I don't know. So we had like the opposite issue then, because your estrogen is like, uh your endogenous so production is kid, too high and mine's It was mine's way too high. Low. My estrogen level was fucking super high, right? So the only reason they were saying that is because I'm like pretty fucking hairy and that's testosterone stuff, right? I don't know. I'm just going off of what I've heard so far, right? So I'm very uneducated in this whole scope. I just do, so far I've done what has worked for me. So I started out with like 500 tests a week, right? And that was what I was told was just double the amount that your normal body would produce. So you're making up the synthetic, which would be about 250, and then you're doubling it to get that steroid effect. Yeah, most um, TRT doses are going to be between 100 to 200 milligrams. Right, so I got on TRT as well, and it was 
prescribed to me immediately because of the gyno. He's like, yeah, of course. Like, let's even that shit out. Let's make this a little easier for you. So he gave me the TRT, which was 200. The max you're allowed to have is 200. And then he also gave me estrogen blockers, which was the Arimidex. And I was supposed to take, like, half a milligram every other day for the Arimidex and, and the 200 a week. So that's what I'm prescribed to take. Now, I was told to go see that guy... Right, because I knew he would give it to me no matter what, either way. He just the easiest way I had got right. It, right. So, so do you think he was like still a good dude, or do you think he no? Just went... He's also a fucking naturopath, so I don't I don't know how to deal with that just, either. Just went for the prescription. I got the prescription, much. and then I switched yeah. doctors. Yeah. yeah. So that's what yeah, a lot of people do. If you want to go to an expert, you want to see an endocrinologist because that because that is hormones is what they study. So that's. Um, how I got started is I went and saw an endocrinologist. Okay. So I need to figure out, yeah, because I need to figure out, like, well, I also would like an endocrinologist, if I said that right, that isn't going to be a fucking prick about it either. You know what I mean? Like, where do I need to be to be at max competition level, right? Where I know that what I'm taking isn't the best for me. I'm going to keep taking it, so I would like some help in how to increase my output without increasing my risk unnecessarily, if that makes any sense. So that's what I need. I need someone who's not going to bullshit me and be like, just stop taking steroids because I'm not going to, and then I'm just going to keep doing what I'm doing and just like fucking, ah, like this seems good. Yeah, you need you to know? maximize like, your effectiveness, but right. minimize your risk. <laughs> so but the thing so is, too, I also feel better on all this shit than I do not because not on it I'm a very I'm very moody I'm, I get de- very depressed a lot of the times and this is before I started taking anything right so on it I feel more like a fucking man right like than I ever did yeah. and it also increases just my ability to live my life like it increases the my fucking stamina, it increases... The life quality is my, just yeah, so much better. My life quality is a yeah. hundred times better on this shit than it ever was before because I was just... I was very hormonally imbalanced and I didn't know what to do about it. So when I started taking it, I feel like I felt great and then I overdid it and it, that feels great too, right? So now I don't know where to land to be healthy and strong. Does that make sense? Yeah, so like when we got started... We did all the blood work at first because of all the compounds you were on. <laughs> yeah. We did the um, lipid panel because of all of them can affect your lipids, especially oral steroids affect your lipids. Yeah. And then we checked the thyroid panel because the the trembolone can affect your thyroid right. as well. And then we checked the um, the regular complete blood cell count, uh, CBC, CMP panel, which is for the testosterone, the hematocrit, and the hemoglobin, because the testosterone-based ones can, and the dianabol is also testosterone-based. Those can increase your hemoglobin and hematocrit. Right. Um, and then we checked the the just testosterone and estrogen, just to see where you're at. Right. And so I yeah I think we we kind of figured out that oh god are we going a while sorry uh, so we cool. we did figure out that. I needed to chill a little bit, right? So you cut me back on quite a few of the shit I was taking, and then uh, I don't think we got far enough into it to even get me on the right path. What was your suggestion 
for um, something like was this? Would this be like an off season? Like uh, no, I was getting ready for. Uh, getting ready I want to say this. Here. What would be your so suggestion his, for getting his someone goal ready for was an going from three hundred to two thirty. Right. Right. So yeah, get as strong as I could be. Yeah, sure. with in prep and goals in mind. So like uh, strength and performance oriented, while also doing a cut, and then you're what like twelve weeks out from a competition. What I was, was I was further than that. So it was it was what August twelve to sixteen was the competition, weeks, so. and I was in February. So okay. we had that much time to get me fucking ready. And so what we were doing first, we had to figure out what the fuck was going on, and then we were figuring out what we were gonna do. And so the plan was to be one of those dudes because. Me getting down to 250, I'd be fucking shredded at 240, 250, at least at that time for sure, because I was mm-hmm. fucking big. Um, but I had to get to 230. So he wanted me at that range where I think we talked about it, I with, would be walking 250. Yeah, so cutting within, 230. Within mm-hmm. 10% of 230. Right. So, so. You, you knew where you were at and what was good and what was wrong, and then you had a goal. And then you just needed to get there. What was the well, what that, was the that suggestion? Was the I don't think we protocol. figured out. I did this for like a month, so I don't think we even figured out like what needed to change. What did I you did change? blood work did you guys like change anything? once? We figured out where I was. We didn't figure out where what I was doing was taking me. What yet. to do with what you figured yeah. out? So you didn't yeah. change anything. No, I started working out the way he told me to, yeah. and eating the way he told me to. Right. Yeah, and then the, I stopped. Yeah, the diet, the nutrition, and the exercise what we focused on. Yeah, yeah. We, so we figured that shit out. Yeah, counting, figuring out how to count your calories, hitting your protein goals. Right. Um, that's what we were mostly focusing on, and then just making sure your uh, blood pressure didn't get too high. Right. Um, Checking that every fucking day. Yeah, it sucked. And it's not, it's not even hard. It takes like 45 seconds, but I'd fucking forget every day. I had to put it next to my bed to even get it done and set an alarm. Yeah. So I know that you wouldn't have been, you've never have been, and you probably never will be in that certain situation from where he was starting and where he was ending. But just based on your um, research, what would you have given him for like a protocol? Uh, so his main goal was fat loss. Right. right? So... Because I was um, strong already. Yeah. I was okay with the strength. I wanted to, of course, increase it, but it was fat loss was huge. It was like 270 or some shit. So depending on what compounds he should take, uh, I feel it's independent. So whatever works with the, your body. Like right. um, like you said, you get shredded on trend. I would never take trend, but it works for you. So right. I I mean, if you get shredded on trend, then leave that trend in. Yeah. Right. Um but I would keep I would keep checking his thyroid panel, like I said, because trend affects your thyroid. Mm-hmm. Right. That's probably why it has the ability to get you shredded as right. well. Um, and then they'll just keep track of the blood work to make sure there's no negative side effects from it. But like I said, with the safe use model, so find that testosterone base, keep the testosterone where it's at, and with the estrogen levels where it's at, without having to use an AI. Um, and then you can add in the the trend, and if that's working for you, don't add anything else. Yeah, right. Yeah, so it's hard. I mean, it's, so I think what you're trying to get at is like, where would you start, like for a normal person? But I think what he's explaining is every person is completely different. Yeah. No, because I, I can't do DHTs whatsoever. That's why like the mast I lower. Like I'm taking now 140 milligrams a week of mast, and that's about. 
that's where I'm going to start, and then hopefully I can become more tolerable to it, and then I can start taking some other stuff, but I can't do uh, G- DHTs really at all, which uh, sucks. I get, like, a autoimmune response, and I start getting, like, rashes and breaking out and shit Jeez. for some reason. So that could also be where you're getting your stuff. Yeah. That it could oil. be what they're cutting it with. Yeah. What's Well, I've used two different carrier compounds carrier and two oil. different brands, too. Or like brands, well, it, I guess. Without them telling you what it is. So I would get that shit tested. Yeah. Like if you get a compound from somebody, figure out what the fuck's in it. Because there's testing to see, first of all, if it's legit. Yeah. Right? And then there's also testing like what you what they cut it with and all that other stuff. Um, I would figure that shit out. Take it. See what fucking happens. Yeah. Right? Well, it's a pretty then, common thing with the uh, DHTs for people to not like handle them. Especially because I'm like prone to certain... Um, side effects too like especially acne and DHTs just fucking flare yeah. that up like crazy yeah. yeah like that's a that's a really known thing that's I mean, really the big thing I got to the but, point I was taking trend year round like, yeah like and it was it, I felt wonderful like, yeah and it was just a good thing for and me some people can do that and get away with it and it doesn't affect their health markers at all like um, what's his name Joe Sullivan was on trend for two years straight and he was uh, perfectly healthy he I stopped for other reasons I think it was um well, perfectly healthy, but, like, he probably didn't study, like, um, he probably never saw a neurologist or anything. You know well, what I, I mean? Did it for probably and then he probably needed some fucking therapy after that, too. But, like, as far as, like, um, his health markers go, like, from a, from basic labs and shit, it's perfectly healthy two years straight. I was trend. doing, I was doing, I want to say, like, like, 300 a week for, yeah. like, a year and a half. And that was, like, the minimum I was at. So, like, I'd be doing fucking cycles in between, and then I'd come off, and I'd still keep trend for, like, 300 milligrams a fucking week. Yeah. Well, you may feel great, and still your health markers may look great, but you don't know what kind of damage that's doing to right. your exactly. internal organs, your cardiac architecture. Yeah. Right. So. Exactly. Like, there's some things I'm that, sure he didn't get that's checked. That's one of the things I would like to just go in and be like, a doctor, like, I've gone in and be like, look, I need everything checked. Like, like do that and they're like okay pull down your pants right like cough to the left like no dog like i want you to scan all my shit (laughs) i want you to like take a peek all up inside me i don't give a fuck right like i need to see health wise where i'm at what i fucked up and like what i need to do to keep me alive yeah so there's some tests you can do in your heart you can get a ekg done you can get an echocardiogram done um yeah but these are all like fucking crazy expensive they are yeah, if you don't have insurance. What insurance? Even with insurance. Yeah, insurance doesn't expensive. cover it. Yeah. yeah. Right. I don't know. Well, yeah. We'll see. So. Some people just don't need as much either. Like, Austin's making fucking crazy gains off of, like, what? Like, 200 or less of tests a week? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. optimal would be find your minimum effective dose. So mm-hmm. you can make gains on the minimum amount. Yeah. So that would be optimal. Well, I feel fucking great right now. Yeah. This, I'm like, I'm like fucking, what, three, four weeks in of what I've been taking, and it's, it's fucking, it's amazing. Yeah, the life quality of this shit changes so much. I think that changes, honestly, more than performance, like, well, the training. It's hard, too, because then I'm, I'm a very, I have a very addictive personality, so, like, I, I was a fucking alcoholic, cokehead for a while, like, all this other shit, so now I'm on this other shit that makes me feel great, you know? And That's like, what I worry about, about even, like, dipping my toes into anything else. And that's what's been nice about the test is like I don't feel it really. No, it's totally. Well, but different. that's the other thing too. Like, we were yeah. talking about like, like just your dick, right? Like you, you feel a lot better there, right? Hundred percent. How is that not addictive? Yeah, 
You know, like every little piece of this, every, I mean, drinking too much fucking water can get addictive. Like, and it's, it's frustrating what you choose to be addicted to. And cause that's, that we've talked about this before. Like you're never not going to be an addict. I'm never not going to be an addict. I'm addicted to something yeah. all the time. And a lot of the times right now it's fucking steroids in the gym. That's, that's what I'm doing right yeah. now. Like. But as far as the one of those tests goes, like I dialed in my sleep and diet and consistency and discipline for several years before I even started that. Yeah, right. So, but like, but that's so what I'm saying. Once you start taking it, though, like how much better do you feel just from it? Like you know, there's a difference. You know what I mean when you start taking it, and that's that's the frustrating part. Is that like I know how much better my life is on it, and I know how shit it is when it's when I'm not, and so it gets to the point where it's like where. Where is this okay and not just my new addiction? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm it's, not pumping, it's okay. <laughs> I'm not pumping I just think a generally crazy it's okay. amount into yeah. me. Because like, I know dudes are fucking pumping in like thousands of milligrams yeah. a week. Right? Plus pounding in fucking IU after IU of HGH. All that shit. And I know people are doing it. But just because I'm not at that level, I'm still at a fucking high level. Like where am I at? Like what's okay and what's not? Right, so I guess we're just at the point where, like, if we're happy, we're good. Mm-hmm. Well, I think the Merrick is the is the point, right? Like, get your blood checked out and find out where you're at, right? Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Merrick's a big deal. That's that's something I suggest like a lot. Right, I gotta get blood work done here soon. Yeah, I get it. It's a good thing. Yeah, and honestly, like, I I I take the uh, less is more approach because um, when I start getting like the side effects, like the loss of like appetite or lack there of sleep or just kind of get a I don't really get anxiety too much but like I'll get kind of like tweaked out a little bit sometimes especially on like the um, uh, 19 nors like uh, the nandrolone all I've done is NPP uh, from that tree I've never done like actual uh, like the no I've never done trend and I've also never uh, done like uh, DECA as the ester oh, for nandrolone yeah, I've never done that, but, like, I, so, like, the Nandrolone, I keep it, um, like, the most I've done and am doing currently is 210. I just started this this morning, so 140 mass, uh, 350 test, and then 210 NPP, and that's, like, on for me. Well, so, like, when... And that's, like, what's fucking, NPP? That's, like, nothing. It it's, uh, Nandrolone. It's, like, DECA, but it's just a, a shorter ester. Propionate. Yeah, Nandrolone so phenylpropionate. So it's like, uh, I think I think it's like... Uh, just like how long like it takes. alcohol-based, yeah. It's a short acting. Yeah, because yeah. I pin every day, so I'm not going to... That's crazy that. to me, too. Is that is that like a thing? Like, you have been you know about this stuff a lot, right? Like, he's saying, these guys over here, like, are like they pin every fucking day. Oh, you don't do that? No. Right? Okay. No. Well, because I'm like so, twice a week, bro. Like, and I don't understand how people can fucking... I hate doing it. Why would I do it more often? Yeah, so I like longer, lower, slower. So long ester, spread out the frequency. So I don't like the hormone fluctuations. So if you're pinning um, short esters, you're going to get more spikes and more, you know, trenches. Right. Those trenches fucking kill me. Like, like I still, you, well, I still use long esters. And then it dip low. Right, but with longer esters, what he's saying. So if you're taking a shorter ester, shorter activation, right? And, but you're taking them spread out. Yeah, so that's when you're dipping and you have yeah. to come back. Because it's yeah. shorter activation, but it's also shorter to, shorter time to leave your system, too. Like shorter half-life. 
Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't I don't see the point in the shorter ones. Just personally, because I mean I feel like I want this effect as long as possible. So it's not like I don't get fucking drug tested. I don't give a shit. I work for me, right? Like so no one's drug testing me. And I don't think do they fucking drug test for steroids? Like for jobs? No, no. Never. Okay. I need to start telling people that. Anyways, um <laughs> I don't know, man. Like like why would you take the shorter ester? Like is it more powerful? Like uh, quicker? Sometimes it's just more, sometimes it's more cost effective. Usually it's not. Um, well, I heard of people starting a cycle with propionate until the anthonate kicks in. That's what I've heard. That's the only reason I, I've heard you using it because it, it kicks in faster, but it also goes away so faster. Some people use the shorter esters in case they have side effects. It's out of your system faster. Oh. Yeah. Um, and I think if you're taking like large doses, um, like you can't fit that much, like in a weekly dose, you'd have to do it more of a split, split up your doses. The, the daily and the shorter ester, the NPP is the only short ester thing I do. Other than that, it's, uh, actually Scipionate, um, is my preferred test. And then, um, the mast is an anthate. So that's a, also a long ester. Right. Um, but I just do the NPP. That's the only short one, but it's, uh, like the hormone balance too. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, like, nothing is, like, uh, like there are some that you can take. And, like, even when I would take uh, orals, like, um, I did a round of D-ball a few months ago, and I would do, so it ended up for, like, the past two weeks, like, 40 a day, and I would break it up, like, 10 through the day. I probably didn't have to, but that's what I would do. And then sometimes, like, if I was training, like, earlier, I'd take, like, 20 before training. It just sounds but like just, so much more work than I need. It and is. I mean, I'm already doing a bunch of shit. I don't need to add in, like... It's four well, it's, it's more work, again, but I don't know if it's know? more work that you don't need. I think it's uh Well, if you have long esters, it doesn't make sense to, like, do it more often. Yeah, uh, it makes sense. Well, like, the, the half-life can be, like, uh, seven to nine days or something, but you will you will drop after, like, uh, you will start to drop after, like, a couple days. Know. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not, like, big up and down, but, you know, it goes from... Uh, Little little bit of a wave to just. I know what you're saying because I went from I mean? taking it once a week to splitting it between the two because by the time I got to my next shot, Friday Saturday yeah. I'm fucking coming. And I like having my estrogen uh, pretty high too. Uh, I can get it pretty high without any side effects. But if I for some reason my estrogen is just like super sensitive to going up and down. So like if I don't pin every day, then um, I'll aromatize more, and then I'll start to get things like uh, high blood blood pressure. That's really the only estrogen. I feel like I just don't get, like, a crazy amount of side effects from this shit. Is, is the only That's good, dude. I like, the less side effects you get, the more you can party. Fucking <laughs> <So>. into <laughs> it. That's yeah. For sure. Yeah. I don't know, man. So I, I was thinking of, uh, I, have, I have a timer set for, like, 11 p.m. for HGH adding that in. Because I have a lot of it. So I figured, fuck it, right? Like, it's get huge, too. Is that bad to add in with everything else? Or I heard HGH is good for you. I don't think it's good nor bad. It's just if you really need it or not. Oh. It's just how conducive it's um, I'm not an expert on HGH. Okay. Um, but I follow Alex Kekel, who's wrote in a, written a book on HGH. Oh. So I'd recommend, you know, learning from him. Yeah. Alex Kekel? Yeah. Cool. I'll remember that because it sounds like Kekel. I heard it's overrated. I HGH? As far as, well, as far as, like, the recovery aspect, because people use it for recovery. I'm using it to get huge. I don't want to get yeah. giant. Personally, I won't use HGH because I don't want to get the uh, internal organ growth. Right. Yeah. Um, or the, there's a lot of um, side effects, like with your jaw structure, like your whole f- face yeah. can grow. Yeah, people more. Like, yeah. 
like my wife works in the medical field and she's seen people with growth hormone problems people taking growth hormone and the side effects they get like I don't sometimes it's pretty gnarly so you think it's not worth it then no the effect you okay I guess that's fair acromegaly I think it's called well because I'm not a bodybuilder either yeah like like, uh, didn't Rogan do that Joe Rogan his head's all yeah, and Joe Rogan got the be, bubble gut from yeah, yeah and just way bigger head than he used to have. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that yeah, the pros and cons really need to be weighed on that. Yeah. Some people can get away with it though. I mean, I've like, never been you, consistent enough to to feel anything from it or to even see anything from it. Yeah. So I mean, I have like fucking stacks of it. I just I don't know. I'll probably just throw it away or whatever. But some people just say that it's overrated. I know that right now. That's the thing too. I'm not bodybuilding, so I really don't give a shit. I get big, just fine. Yeah. without it so I'm not too con- concerned I just need I just want to get big again I just want it right now that's, all, that's how it always goes right yeah <laughs> I just want to be huge right now I want to be strong as fuck right now so yeah you get there quick oh. bounce right back dude probably like three or four weeks and you'll be probably back in regular shape again yeah that muscle memory I'll uh-huh. right back yeah it's probably good to take a break too yeah actually when I, I was training seven days a week like fucking six Ooh. Six years ago. Seven days a week, every fucking day I was at the gym, just banging it, banging it, banging it. I couldn't get fucking strong. And then I took a two-week vacation, and I was pissed because it was in El Salvador, and there's, like, no gym anywhere near where my, where my wife had lived. And uh, so I was pissed. I came back, and I was way stronger than when I left. I was like, what the fuck? So yeah. first lesson in rest is good. It's taken me a long time to figure out that you need to rest. The less... Yeah, you know, the more days of rest I have, the stronger I feel. Yeah. yeah. But I'm in my 40s now, too, so it's like, I definitely need my rest days. That's all I'm going to peak for good. static. I'm not really doing any training for static. I'm just going to uh, make sure that my body's in shape, and I know how to log press, and I know how to do an 18-inch axle deadlift. So I've, I've done an 18-inch axle deadlift one time. It was this week, so I think that's all I really need, just to understand it and then uh, just go and rested. That's probably what I'm going to do for, like, doing more comps, too. Like, I'm not going to, like, directly train the events or anything. Like, I've done a a few comps to know pretty much uh, how to do most of the implements and, like, most of the movements and stuff. I think just going into them, I'll do, like, my own uh, regularly scheduled training for whatever it is and then just make sure my body's rested for the comp. And then you can show up and perform probably about the same as if you were to, like... uh, program for it and then go into like a peak that way i actually you usually take like pretty a week close. off before a competition i'll yeah. take like a week off and or, or, or if i'm going to the gym i'm like just doing the lifts not really any weight behind it i feel i always feel really good yeah. Yeah. and then i never uh it's probably fucked up but i never really everybody's always over there warming up during a competition like they're like picking up the implements and shit i'm like you're wasting so much energy just picking that up like six seven Sometimes. A lot of people do too much yeah. during their warm-ups. Yeah, uh, like, like six, seven times. Like pick it up, feel it, put it down, and fuck off. Like, that, what are you that doing? That Brendan kid from Hardcore, when we were at the sweater, he's warming up on the deadlift, and he goes, oh, I just hit a PR. I'm like, <laughs> oh, no. I'm like, oh, yeah, oh, no. <laughs> like, that's not what you should be doing on a warm-up. <laughs> and then he hit less in the actual... Uh, competition poll than he did in his warm up. Yeah. Like, yeah, no shit. <laughs> you just hit a PR. You're going to have to wait a few weeks to hit that again, probably. Yeah. You know, not 15 minutes later. <laughs> yeah. All right. We're going to probably have to start chilling out here in a minute. Okay. Well, uh, yeah, let's cut this off. It's like one o'clock. We've been here for two hours. Let's do it. Um, if you guys are down, come back next week. I'm fucking always doing this Sunday at 9 a.m. or 11. 
depending on what works better for that week, I guess. I think 11 works a little better. We had to wake up a little less early. but I think Joey's going to be slightly out of town. Slightly? Yeah. I'll be in Pennsylvania. Yeah? yeah. Good. That'll be fucking cool, though, to have you back, though. Whenever you want, man. I'm into it. So, um, yeah, we'll just close it out. This is Tyler well, good Joey luck Townsend. next week. Oh, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good luck, dude. You got to keep luck, killing man. it. Let us know how it goes. And sure. I'm sure you're going to win anyway, so I'm not really worried. But, yeah. That's the plan. Yeah. All right, this is Tyler Toby Townsend. Joey Stampke. Austin Slick. Brady Chisholm. All right. Word.